this week on Baseball Hockey Show, we talk about the fan entitlement as the Vegas Golden Knights look to miss the playoffs for the first time in their career. We'll also talk about the Global Series, the uh, the NHL PA Players Poll, and all the little fun stuff. It's Face Off Hockey Show. We might have some guests. Who's to say right now? The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Here's a question. Did our guest in question ask uh, yesterday if the show was happening on a Tuesday? No, 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 no. I actually, so I sent a message today because uh, uh, I forgot to send the message on Tuesday. That's fine. And, uh, and, and uh, he was like, hold on, it's Wednesday. And I go, yes, tonight. As it has been for the last 17, 18 years now. <laughs> 30 years. 30, 47 years at this point. Welcome, Scotty Waz, Johnny P. Uh, Johnny wearing the a nice stylish look, the uh, hoodie or the blazer off the hoodie. Uh, oh, so this is actually, uh, so I had a meeting that I had to be on camera for. Gosh. This afternoon, and I switched into this. This is uh, an express jacket, huh? where the hoodie oh. is not real. Nice. It's just the liner of the jacket, and it, you can zip it in and out of the jacket if you want. It's it's a, a neat look. It's a good look. I know. I like it. It's yeah. a it's a classy look. Absolutely. It's very. And, it's very. Su- it's a, almost superhero during the day looking for a phone booth. But it's not uh, it's also not super like hot because you're not wearing like a full sweatshirt underneath of a jacket. You, you know, know it's like a fake sweatshirt. It's like a dicky sweatshirt. Basically. It's, it's seventh year senior uh, still at the uh, president's fraternity. Like you like you're still in college, but you've like cracked the code at that point. Like you're essentially Van Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more preppy. I do need uh, I do need to pay somebody to put a new liner in this jacket though, because it had one of those like sheer like satiny type liners that's ripped and it's got like holes in it. But I'm the only one that I'm the only one that could possibly put an arm in the wrong place. So whatever. Right. Exactly. There you go. Uh, what'd you get up to this weekend? First weekend sons. Second weekend sons hockey, right? Or first weekend sons hockey. First weekend. First weekend. Yeah. Um. I uh, I I tried the uh, the American for Loco while watching Ryan Ellis race at uh, Talladega on Saturday. Probably my favorite Vox there is. Um, did Todd get to hear it? I have not recorded it yet for Todd. Oh, by the way, uh, I have some cheer wine tonight because that got left at the house as well. I'm assuming that uh, I'm assuming that Jen did not like the cheer wine at all. She was okay with it. She didn't. She didn't get it. <laughs> Uh, so I got cheer wine tonight. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a ride. 
It was a it was a ride. It was an emotional experience. And there's zero chance that anybody should drink an entire Foy Loco. Um, it's 20 ounces of drunkenness is really what it comes down to. Because, yeah. like, by the time I finished that and the race was finished, my God. <laughs> that was bad news. So that occurred Saturday. So I don't need to buy another use. one of those. That's for sure. <laughs> um. And what else? And then I think I watched Dynamite after that. Nice. Actually, I got a week of uh, I have a week of AEW coming up next week. Uh, Tuesday night we're going to a, a charity fundraiser that Ooh. has uh, I think it's FTR, Britt Baker, and Adam Cole, baby. Um, it's at a it's at Jimmy's Seafood, but it's a Taco Tuesday theme that they got going on. And then Wednesday night, I'm going to be at uh, Dynamite and uh, Rampage. Sick. That's going to be a fun week. Always good. Mm-hmm. So with that, Johnny Jonathan Pieth will not be on the show tomorrow. No. Or next tomorrow. Next, next week. week. <laughs> um, so I will be, no. uh, I'm going to miss my first show since I stopped refereeing soccer. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> so... Um, I looked around my house for uh, that black belt and a pair of cowboy boots. Found neither. Uh, they're not here. Let's be honest. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. Um, but the weekend, I didn't do much this weekend. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it was uh, a, it was a sitting around type of weekend, and apparently of... getting drunk on my couch it's, uh, on Saturday afternoon. Right. Saturday afternoon drunkenness. It's berries. It's berries. Lemonade berries. <laughs> I think I settled on shitty lemonade uh, at the it's end. Been fucking pink lemonade for all you know. Did you wait? Did you uh, appreciate how I waited for like two hours? And then yeah. I was like, nope, still tastes like really terrible lemonade. Yeah, no, still lemonade guy after 120 <laughs> minutes. Still thinking, still thinking it's lemonade. It's a good call. Uh, yeah, we didn't do much either this weekend. Kind of restocking everything since we were back. Um, went back to work. Jen got an offer for a job. Nice. So, um, it's in Omaha, Nebraska. All right. So we will see when we have to move her down there and then figure out everything else after. Sounds good. (laughs) New studio? No, not for me. For her, maybe. I will not be moving in For her. On the onset. I already moved for her once. I'm not going to move for her again this early. <laughs> uh, so, but no, it's also just a, it's a, it's a limited contract. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to have to move like twice in a short amount of time. If it makes does. sense. So we're going to see where it goes, but happy for her and glad for her. It's going to be a fun. Yeah. Time. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So other than that, we didn't do, I bought, um, Big boxes, big long card boxes. Oh, nice! So I can uh, organize all my hockey cards in teams. So I bought uh, forty boxes of uh, of those long boxes because you can get them in bulk at a good price. Yeah. So yeah. I got they to, send them flat, right? You have to build them. Yeah, yeah. You got to build it yourself. So yeah, I'm sure I'm going to ruin at least four of them. Building. Yeah, they they're not that hard. Yeah, it's like st- putting together a really small pizza box. Oh no. <laughs> That's why Little Caesars didn't hire me. Um, 
yeah so that was about it so i'll, I'll start i'll there's a card show this weekend so i'll stock up on that and then start organizing my cards it'd be fantastic yeah. if you were organizing your cards in microsoft teams right that'd be fantastic i would love that just how many participants can we have in teams 150 i think we can make that happen <laughs> i know at least 75 because we've had group meetings for the entire hospital oh that sounds terrible well it was like one speaker it was for the new pro system we have on so we just had a bulk of people and it's just everyone thankfully everyone well the good thing with teams is when you get on with people that are more than like 20 people it automatically mutes you yeah and you also can't show video most of the time in those meetings either because the bandwidth band is a thing <laughs> yeah exactly bandwidth is still a thing so yeah doing that just hanging out did wrap-ups to the Black Bears, and... I saw that. Away we went. My uh, pictures went out on Tuesday. Yeah, so those... I still <laughs> forgot that... I, I forgot that I had scheduled posts <laughs> again. I scheduled them, like, a week or two in advance. That poor logo, so. man. <laughs> mess you up! Uh, um, Although, it is the greatest thing that they've added to that uh, business suite for Facebook is to be able to schedule posts because pff, when I can do it, I do it to throw it on there and then I just let it run. Mm -hmm. Set it and forget it. The Ron Papil method, baby. Uh, all right, let's get to some uh, injury news before we get our special guest on. All right. Get him on for the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues, maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Uh, first and foremost, one of the bigger ones, Robin Lehner done for the season after uh, possibly, well, I don't know if he had it yet, but he will be undergoing shoulder surgery in the near future. Oh, no. Um, so that, uh, that's no bueno for the Golden Knights. It looks like they're not going to make the playoffs anyway. They have to win every game and Dallas has to lose every game. And Dallas plays Arizona and another team all at home. So <laughs> at the same time, wow. Yeah, that's where it, could just, it gets difficult. And then, um, uh, Las Vegas has to play Chicago and St. Louis. So. Always a hoot there. So we will see what happens. Stranger things have happened. That's for sure. Uh, UC Saros, lower body injury. He's day-to-day, -day, but aren't we all? Uh, he will miss at least the last two games of the regular season after he went down in the loss uh, last night to the Flames uh, that Asheville had. But they backdoor clinched because Dallas got the OT victory. Uh, Alex Shovechkin, upper body injury after crashing into the boards. He's day-to-day. We will see what happens with him. Possibility he misses some playoff games, but honestly, I don't know why he was out there. He got his 50 goals. Shut him down for the season. <laughs> Shut him down to the playoffs, boys. I heard that uh, TJ she said he was fine. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's just sitting. Maybe he doesn't understand the All-Star game's not coming up. Maybe that's Maybe. Maybe. He knows. Luckily, you don't have to sit out the first game of the playoffs if you like skip the last two, last week of the, play, of the regular season. So Very true. Uh, Freddie Anderson, lower body injury, officially week to week, could miss the first two games of the playoffs for the Hurricanes. Uh, boy, that's a, for the team that clinches first first place in the Metro, Metro Boomin. Um, who the hell's their goalie now? P 
Peter something. Peter Kolkovich, I believe it is. Is it the Russian kid? Yeah. Apparently, he's fantastic. I have he not seen great, him play. Honestly. Apparently, he's... he is massive as well. Yeah. Peter uh, Kolkovich, a 22-year-old from Penza, Russia, was drafted in the second round of the 2019, uh, 2019 draft. 6'3", 205. Um, formerly of HC Sochi, Ska Saint Petersburg. He's not that big. No, not not that terribly big, but he has looked stupendous so far. So maybe Cam Ward 2.0 in this one. Uh, Darnell <laughs> Nurse, Russian Cam Ward, Russian Cam Ward. Uh, Darnell Nurse also uh, on the injury block, lower body injury, day to day possible. He misses some playoff games as well. Which, you know, the Oilers are going to need all the defense they can get. Although Mike Smith won, has won nine straight games. That's which, good. That, that's either really great for the playoffs or he's getting his hot streak out now and then they're pretty much boned after that. Not entirely sure. Everything except for the last seed in the West is determined and essentially the last seed in the West, if the Stars gain at least one point out of the next two games, they can uh, they can clinch that bitch. So... Caps look like they're going to face the Florida Panthers. Oh no! In their first round matchup, yeah, and with their gold, with their freaking, uh, with their goaltending a hot mess. Oof! Boy, the Washington Capitals, man. It's almost like it was back in the early, the uh, middle, middle aughts, middle to early tens. It's like Jesus Christ, middle aughts to early tens with the, uh, um, Varlamov and Neuver. And then Braden Holtby comes from out of nowhere and gets it. Well, so I was asked before the trade deadline, obviously, if Mark Andre Fleury would be traded to the Caps. And I mean, I'm my only response I had was, do the Caps think that they can win this year? Because if they do, they'll get a goalie. And if they don't, they're just gonna ride it out and hope for the best. Sure. As they should. Um so there we are with that. Where is Leahy? Baby, there we go. Send an invite. Send an invite. He, to say, he did say he had to uh, download Skype again, though. That motherfucker. Well, Every- I mean, he he always wants the best Bad time, and he always wants it upgraded. Best, the best uh, of Skype. Sean so Leahy just keeps yeah. re-downloading it every time. Sean Leahy unavailable. What? Sean Leahy unavailable. Thank you. Does he not know that we are doing a show now? Does he not understand that we are doing a professional podcast right now? Mm. He was uh, he was actually quite happy that the uh, the show went up um, late yes, last week. I was like, like well, Scotty had to fly home. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the show two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. He was very happy that he's like, oh, it's just like old times. Sean Leahy, I know you're there. I know you're and you're I know you're listening live. You've got to tap into the feed. Not unavailable. Uh-oh. This guy. Anyway. Uh-oh. Mm. In any case, we're gonna do a Patreon pick. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. You give us money, we give you content. Uh be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, Mitch. Take a tribute. So can you patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. I swear once things get a little bit better, I can actually download some of this shit and uh, we can enjoy this uh, credit card size fucking hard drive. It's amazing. I love every minute of it. Uh, and we will go from there. 
So patreon.com slash face off hockey show. One dollar you get a you get get the video show. Five dollar foot long, you get ourselves uh, get yourself something where we uh, put up some uh, shit. And you get to pick a segment. This one entitled fans. Johnny, we're seeing it with Vegas right now. Some douche, I don't know if he was doing it for clickbait, which God knows in this world probably he did, but he's saying that, yeah, the Golden Knights have to get into the playoffs because the NHL wants that, and people hate us, and they need someone to hate. Mm. Mm. See, mm. There, there's there's a there's a heat, like you hate somebody, but you know they're successful, like the Yankees. And Steve Dangle. And then there's, yeah, right, and then there's go <laughs> go away heat. Like Steve Dangle. Sure. <laughs> or or a, a machine that never breaks. Possibly mm. Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, the blog, not the person. Right, right. We want to keep this. When is that for you? Is this an issue where. Damn it. My entire team is hurt. It's all right, man. End of the season. Um, I lost last week. Some of the third and fourth game. Ooh. Are you of the ilk of. Uh, that you can you can enjoy a team, but their fans ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Capitals were in that boat for a little while. Oh yeah, for for sure, absolutely. Um, yeah. Some would argue they're still in that boat. I would say that. Uh, I would say that like. I would go so far as saying like the Penguins are even like I don't my, I don't like hate the team per se. I just hate their fans. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of their players are dick, dick, dickheads, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you can find that on every team. Sure. Um, I mean, if you really wanted to, if you really searched hard enough, I'm sure you could find that on every team. Oh. Um. I don't know. Uh, I think that Vegas had just like way too much success, way too early. Mm-hmm. And uh. Their fans think that this is the way that it should always be. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Caps fans are like, fuck you. We waited 40 years for this shit. Right. Um, it, took us, it took us almost 30 years to get to the cup, for Christ's sake. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I, I would hope that a sports fan in any realm would understand, like, how hard it is to win a championship. And that it's not your God-given right to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but hell if I know. Like, they very well could have been, like, totally truthful in that situation. And, you know, think that that's the, the way it should be and is what it is. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think that Vegas being in the playoffs brings the NHL any extra money. Let's put it that way. You know what? No, I don't think so either. Honestly, I think you're right. You know, when, when you take a step back and say it that way. I mean, you can only add so many people into the arena. So it doesn't yeah. matter what arena it is unless it's in Arizona. Well, I think it's also teams that uh, jack up the prices, too. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe. Playoff playoff prices jacked, bro. Um, yeah. So. I am, uh, I'm, so I'm looking at uh, all these shortages for sport, the sporting uh, goods store in town. I'm like, well, that sucks. Sucks for you, Jimmy. Any case. Yeah, I mean, entitled fans just in general. Like, that one that one little tweet, like, it might have been clickbaiting. It might have been trolling or whatever. But it's just like, fuck, dude. I thought you were going to say that one little twat. Yeah, no. Well, you know, same, <laughs> same thing with Twitter. But, 
Yeah, I mean, and there's so many entitled like the Ranger fan base. I don't know how I followed so many Ranger fans, but god damn it, some of them are fucking annoying. Holy shit. Like it's you know, we get it. I do a really, really good job of muting people. Like yeah. when they say something that I don't like, I just get rid of them because oh, it's really? my social feed and I can follow what I want. When Elon Musk goes ahead and buys this whole Twitter thing, we'll all be verified, folks. So, mm-hmm. you know, that should be verified anyway. Right. I tried. I got rejected twice already. Oh, uh, let's see. Here we go. Oh, yeah. So a, a YouTuber I follow, Pat Boyvon, okay. says, uh, says kind of pins it perfectly. Um, he said there's some kind of weird asshole aura that settles into people who live in the largest city of whatever nation you live in that makes them completely untottable and thinks that their city is somehow the only city in the fucking world. And I see that with New York Ranger fans. And this New came York, out- Toronto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this came about during that whole uh, convenience store versus bodega thing. Oh, uh, God. I saw so, that. Like, I'm pretty sure this happened before, too. Like, I don't think this is this is a one time. I'm sure this has happened before, probably at the beginning of the pandemic. And we're circling back around because time is a flat circle and we're just getting back to the bodega versus convenience store deal. Um, um, I got it. I just got a text. OK. It asked if he had to send a friend request. I, 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 I fucking added that. Like, what the fuck is he doing? He's going uh, to add every Sean Leahy I can find. I wrote back, what's the name? Scotty tried, and it said you were unavailable. Yes. I'm going to try every Sean Lane. Wasn't it an um, email address, if I remember correctly? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send all of the Sean Leahy's I know an invite. It's an extensive amount. <laughs> he wants to poke people now. Uh, both Sean Leahy's are unavailable. <laughs> every Sean Leahy I've had is unavailable for this call. See if I call him here. Can I call him here? I know we definitely added a a bad Sean Leahy at one point. We did. He was a he was a Steelers fan. <clears throat> Sean Leahy unavailable. God damn it, Sean Leahy! It's ruining our bit, Johnny. You know that? I know. I know. If he if he didn't stop fucking uninstalling Skype, we can he can we can find a way to get him the the five megabytes back of space on his phone for fucking Skype. It's not even on his phone. Oh, for, it, he doesn't do it on his phone? Oh, no. He does it on his computer. I hope so. Looks like a computer. Macbook. Dick bag. Do you... Uh, I'm going to send this to you on... Um, gonna box uh, you. Yeah, because uh, I want to say something that... Um, I don't want to put on the air. Is it racist? No. Fuck, I don't care then. No, I'm not a junior hockey uh, announcer. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I just take pictures. <laughs> nice. Good work. Do you uh, have that one? Uh, I think I might. Now we just have like 12 people in our one, The room. one that I'm hitting, it says chat it 10 months ago. Hmm. 
That can't be it. He's been on the show more recently than that. Jesus Christ. Why do... Has he been on? Yeah. All I'm getting is Irish. Tell him to send me a DM and tell me tell him to send send his fucking live tag. Tired of his shit. Tired of his shit. Love him. Uh, by He's the way, just going to use this to not come on the show. That's fine. I'm taking next week. I honestly, I completely forgot he was going to be on the show. If we're being honest, I know. And then when you said it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, we were, we did say he was going to come on. Yeah. But, yeah. Now we have people listening to this show just for him. No one listens to this show just for him. We didn't even promote it, so that's how good <laughs> they're listening to this show for just for him. <laughs> I want you to try this, but <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I, I I said, uh, please send me or Scotty the name. <laughs> Oh, it was. It did work. I told you it was the fuck. He like I, I emailed every Sean Leahy in the book. Was it? It was the last one that Leahy yeah, just texted was. me, right? It was. <laughs> what happened is I put the sixty nine first. That's what happened. Uh, oh, wow, you're, you're so selfish. So selfish. <laughs> called foreplay, baby. Always thinking uh, of yourself. Yeah, buddy. Why not? The hell with them. <laughs> I got to get mine, bro. What's Sean, this? hey, I was coaching baseball. I retired after one game. <laughs> they needed to fill in for first base. I rocked it. You played <laughs> first base? No, I coached. Coach. Uh, it's like yeah. Mark played Little Mark League. Mark played Little League, yeah. We, we won, and then we haven't won since. So just just saying. Well, I mean, Sean, maybe they should have given you a better contract. Sean's out there. Sean's out there on first <laughs> base. Come on, Bobby! Yeah, they should have had a better selection of Pringles after the postgame <laughs> snack. Oh no! No salt and vinegar for you. That's a shame. I need that sour cream and onion. Oh, okay. Yeah, baby. Uh, glad you're here. We're talking about entitled fans, and I would think Ooh. no one knew more about it than you. <laughs> so <laughs> all all hockey fans? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but there are some more insufferable than others. I would have to say. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights fans. I I enjoy that they're they're freaking out in this. Um, you know, circumvention of the cap. Be damned! They're not going to make the playoffs unless a huge collapse happens. Um, your thought on the title fans go? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Happy birthday! Happy belated birthday. Well, look, you, you got to give them this. Like, no one expected Vegas to be this good this fast, right? Like, they were expecting to be a typical expansion team. You know, five years ago, nobody knew who Jonathan Marchessault was or William Carlson, guys like that. And who would have thought that they'd make a run to the cup? And obviously that changed the timeline for Bill Foley, right? He, what do you say? Playoffs in six, Stanley Cup, playoffs in three, Stanley Cup in six. Mm-hmm. So when you make the final in year one, that kind of throws off your plans and raises your expectations, especially for an aggressive guy like Foley who uh, has the money to spend and will spend to win. And look, all they know is, is, is how to win. Mm-hmm. They've made the playoffs every year. They've been a cup contending t- team since year one. And this year is like the year from hell between the, you know, the injuries, the cap situation, which obviously is their own doing. But, mm-hmm. hey, it's within the rules. If you're not finding loopholes, your GM's doing a really bad job. Um, 
and they found a way to make it this far <laughs> to get within, you know, this close to a playoff spot despite the expectations. And I, I know the odds are very, very slim that they're going to get in, but and I don't know who they might play in the first round if they do get into that last spot, but if they do get in and they take off their, you know, the 34 guys off of it, uh, LTIR that they have on there right now. Right. It's like an entirely new team. As, do you not see them on like a long list of, of contenders if they're completely healthy? Outside, obviously outside of Laner, but right. Logan Thompson's been holding his own. You know, I mean, Eichel's been okay. He's been pretty good. I mean, for a guy who missed so much time and is have came off a, a major neck surgery, mm-hmm. Stone Mark Stone's been all okay. He probably could be better, but you still got Pet Petrangelo. You still got Matt, you know, Pacioretty, Marcheseau, you know, the the old guard, I guess you can call it. And Chandler Stevenson's been a, a really great pickup since they got him from the Capitals. They're they're still they're a good team when when 100 healthy. I think that's if they get in, which like you said. Probably won't happen. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Mark, with a C. Coming on the show. Sean Lake. <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> Special guest, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you say that the reason the Golden Knights aren't going to the playoffs is Jack Eichel? And why is the answer yes? <laughs> you mean yeah. the Jack Eichel curse? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, you know when you when you pick some curse? when you pick somebody up at the trade deadline and you want him to provide some some leadership and playoff experience, well, Jack Eichel's the exact opposite. So okay. that's what they got. They well, got a lack of playoff <laughs> experience. Not on that team, you got Pacioretty, Stone, Peter Angelo. Like he he I, just <laughs> fit right in. Well, he's got yeah. 22 points in 32 games for a guy who missed 10 months is coming off a surgery that was never been performed on an NHL player. Mm-hmm. He's got a fake neck. Done, now it's been done twice in, you know, since November whatever, with, with Tyler Johnson getting it. But. I'm not impressed. I played hockey after having neck fusion, too. <laughs> and how big true. were the bellies on the guys you played against? <laughs> they were all firefighters, so pretty big. <laughs> like I said, how big were the bellies on the guys you played against? <laughs> You've seen firehouse uh, subs. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. I need to move that at least 15 feet away from the hadron. <laughs> can't put goalie there. We can't stop it there. I don't know what that was all about. Which is a bad rendition of things. Anyway. Every firefighter is from Glen Burnie, I guess. Exactly. I don't know who the guy who's a firefighter who goes to the Black Bears games. Just a loud I don't know if he's from New Jersey or New York. Just a loud dude. Um <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I'll send that to you also. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh he is he is he was great to listen to. After the game on uh, when we did the game last couple Fridays ago, that was a hoot, hoot and a holler. Uh, Sean Leahy, of course, from uh, PWI uh, Insider Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, uh, and also NBC. Wrestling. I'm talking about the wrestling. <laughs> the graps, as the kids. Yeah, the like. grappling. I love grappling. I'm a big Dean Malenko fan. <laughs> Who isn't? Yeah. So you're also a big Great Malenko fan, which is why you're part of the uh, ICP. Woot woot. Woot woot. Uh, <laughs> Got his Fago. He's ready. To I'm go. I'm Shawnee Two Dope. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what are you looking forward to in these playoffs? Sir? Shawnee Limes. Shawnee. Shawnee Limes. You know it's it's you look at like the Eastern Conference and maybe outside of the Capitals and the Penguins of late. There's a lot of good teams. 
in yeah. the East. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of good teams. Everyone's got 100 points, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, they all have 100 points. Uh, and, you know, obviously Florida's been a wagon all year, and Carolina, we'll see about their goalie situation. The Rangers are going to be carried by, you know, Igor and Kreider. Toronto, we know their story already. Tampa is just kind of... <laughs> I wish you just would have went Toronto and then moved on. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way better. Tampa's kind of in that mode where, like, oh god, they're just, they're just, just trying to stay as healthy as possible for the playoffs. Like, they, they know they're good. They'll turn it on when they get there. It doesn't matter who they're going to play. Vastoffs, he's still going to put up a 940 save percentage and, and be fine. Boston's an interesting one just because um, they're goaltending. Like, Swayman's been pretty good. Uh, Omar, uh, and, you know, Pasta's kind of been hurt. And he's been back the last few weeks. But their yeah. team, might think, can maybe put a scare into someone like the Hurricanes. Um, well, since, yeah, they're probably going to end up playing the Hurricanes. I believe that's how it's going to match up. Um, and at West, I think it's really, to me, it's it's a heavy four, right? Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, and the Flames. Edmonton's, I'm, I got to believe Mike Smith turned back into a pumpkin soon enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> really good the last few weeks and, and kind of helped them uh, – Mm. solidify that second spot and then the kings i think is a, been a great story i just think they're like a year too early i think next year they have a, you know um ed more in, in the summer and really take a big step forward next year uh but i, I can see them surprising the oilers in, in the first round um and then you got nashville who every time i discount nashville they always like make me look bad like i thought they were gonna be bad this year just because their cap situation so so crazy but they've been really good. But obviously the the injury to Soros is huge, and they said he's going to miss the, reg- the rest of the regular season. But we'll see what happens come Monday and Tuesday next week when uh, when game one uh, takes place. And then after that, you know, Dallas is such a weird team. I mean, yes. it looked like they were going to fire Rick Bonus early in the season. Then they got hot because they're being carried by Jason Robertson and Rupe Hintz and Joe Pavelski. Uh, and, you know, the, Ben Bishop has to retire, and Jake Ottinger appears, and Scott Wedgwood has been pretty, pretty good. Um, they're just a weird team. And then, obviously, Vegas, if, like I said, that if they get in, I think, will be a really – they would probably play – they'd probably play Colorado, I, I would guess, which oh, is sort yeah. of crappy for all of us, right, because we've won a big Colorado-Vegas – playoff matchup again and to get it this year would just kind of be like eh, a little deflating considering how the vegas has been all year and how just dominant colorado has been as well uh two impressive numbers i'm looking at here uh both the minnesota wild and the florida panthers have 15 plus wins in overtime um, wow good lord the panthers have six uh 16 the wild have 15 so they push it to overtime, seven overtime games. Like, this could be something fun and exciting for them. Sure. <laughs> Isn't yeah, it but, amazing also that Austin Matthews scores 60 goals this year and everybody's like, Toronto, this is awesome. And they're going to play the Lightning in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your reward for having such a great year. You get to play the, the two-time, two-time, two-time champions two-time. who are just yeah. ready to turn it on in, in a week's time. Well, yeah, because they get all their players back because the money's gone. <laughs> yes. The cap disappears in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's like the anti Danhausen. Like it's like Mark, the cap dis- the he disappears and they come. Oh no, he's back. That's a shame. <laughs> it is a sh- it's always a shame when Mark shows up it's for sure. Under, in, his, in his Under Armour shirt, like he's a security guard. 
He's bouncing. He's working. He's bouncing. Uh, Amberjacks, Mark. He's letting, all, <laughs> he's letting all the guests on tonight. Yeah. But because I'm all in all black, like well, Sean no, is. It was the uh, tight Under Armour shirt. Oh, it's only tight because I'm fat. It's all. Oh. It's a medium. So you are bouncing later tonight. Okay. Gun <laughs> shows at nine forty-five, ladies. <laughs> it's supposed to be a loose-fitting <clears throat> Under Armour shirt. Yeah, no, on, I've Jeff noticed from Under Armour they're loose-fitting. Either a, I'm too fat, which is not true. I'm husky, um, or or they're just sizes are shit. Yeah. I'm thinking better. <clears throat> Any case, Sean. Now the question really becomes: When they win the Stanley Cup, uh, whatever team it is, will they have counterfeit rings uh, stopped at the border? Well, they'd have to wait seventy-six years for that to happen. No, you know, with the means of production as it is, we could possibly do that. That's true. Supply chain issues. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah, you know what? Fair enough. I, I just read a story about the local sports store just completely out of hats. Weird. Anyway, so the Red Wings had uh, there's a counterfeit counterfeit 1936 uh, Stanley Cup rings confiscated at the border. Oh no! What a year to uh, to go ahead and and seize it. And and uh, I live with somebody who understands a lot about hockey and history. Uh, and she made up the point. Yeah, Stanley Cup rings weren't a thing most of the times back there. You should have known they were fake, and they were too precious to uh, actually look at. So. Damn it. And back then, those what rings probably looked like normal to... rings. What did you say? And back then, those ring, those Stanley Cup rings probably looked like regular normal rings that anyone would wear, not like these gigantic, you know, yeah. boulders that they would have now. Yeah, true. <laughs> what if you just wanted a fake uh, Stanley Cup ring from 1936? You can't you can't order those apparently anymore. Well, I I wonder I wonder if this was not um, a situation. Well, they they said the rings violated intellectual property. So the Illages are like, listen, our little Caesar's stuffed crazy bread is tanking. We need to get something in here. <laughs> um, so they the get stuffed that. crazy bread is junk. Oh, they can put the rings in the pizza. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. The, the crazy bread. Yeah, they, they, they put it on the outside of the crazy bread. <laughs> no, that would be amazing, actually. They're like one in one in 100 little Caesar's uh, hot and ready pizzas come with a 1936 the Detroit Red Wings replica ring. It's like the prize in the cereal box. It's it's like it's like ripping a card pack and you get maybe a signature card. And there you go. <laughs> oh. Chop down, you fucking break break your fucking tooth, but you get a 1936 replica ring. Ah, oh, Roman <laughs> Polak. Oh, come on. <laughs> ah, Newsy Lalandi. Fuck. <laughs> um. So those were stopped at the border because of, uh, and it's funny because Molson Canadian used to do the uh, the Stanley Cup rings during Stanley Cup time, where they made the facsimile of some rings, and you could you buy a twelve pack and you get a little ring. I got an Ottawa Senators one from nineteen twenty something. But they might be so bad that they're not going to get stopped. They're like, we know that these are fake. Well, talk amongst yourselves. Let's see if I can. <laughs> oh, geez, this could be bad. Over here somewhere. Who knows what he's going to pull out? I know. I know. I don't know. Kind of ring. <laughs> it's not that type of ring. <laughs> That's God. what I was hoping. <laughs> this is a visual podcast, so. Uh, Leahy, how are you feeling with leads now? Are you feeling better or oh. not so much? I'll be better when they're officially safe, which. It's Jesse Marsh, though. But they play Man City, Arsenal, and Chelsea the next three games. Yeah, but Man City hasn't played it. Oh, okay. Well, if he played Man United, you'd probably be much better off because they haven't played an actual game in like six months at this point. I feel. Yeah, but I'll be I'll be fine when they're officially safe. 
until then. It's nerve, nerve City. Nerve City. Well, Stoke has decided again to stay in the middle of the pack in the championship. So I got that going for me. That was Leeds for like a decade. They finished (laughs) around 14 to 10th. (laughs) Yeah, for for some reason, Stoke is like, we're safe. And everybody's like, we're still in the fucking championship. We're not going to get relegated. So I can't find my Ottawa one. But I mean, like, why are these okay to get away with? Like, why can't we? Those are nice. I have two of those. Because the team gave those away. No, I got this off a of, off a. Of, yeah, I got one off eBay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they probably sold them more than the team gave it away, though, right? No, uh, no, not so much. No. Mine definitely did not come from the team. Nope. <laughs> uh, well, I'm calling the border police. Oh no. Uh oh. Hide. <laughs> um, <laughs> so break you, that... down your doors right in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find me first. We're in North Dakota. Good luck. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Thank you. Um, That's just a background, actually. Scotty's not been in the same room for, like, years. He's actually in Mexico with Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your service. I don't know what that was. Uh, Is that Elvis? Patrick Warburton with Elvis Elvis. and Jesse Jesse Ventura. It was terrible, but it was. Um, The IIHF stripped Russia of the 2023 World Championships because, well, you know. Things are happening. Uh, <laughs> get up! It's get like uh, it's like when you it's like when you have to roll back into the ring so the clock so the time stops. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get counted out. Yeah, yeah. understandable. <laughs> All right, hey, the global series is happening. Sean, you gonna go to these? You know, I'm gonna go to them for my living room. Yeah, well, hey, you're not going to go to Prague to see the I'd Sharks love... and Predators? It would have been cool. Like, they couldn't set something with, with, with Yager's team. That would have been something. That would have been over cool. Over to Claude. No, that would have been awesome, right? Yeah, that would have been really Because cool. they're, they're playing, like, I think two only two of the teams are doing, like, an exhibition game before their regular season game. So head over to well, both those teams are doing. They're doing that, but they're both, like, in, like, the Preds are taking on SC Bern, uh, and then uh, the Sharks are taking on Esperen Berlin. You can just make a left, go to Claudno, hang out with Yogs, give the people yeah. what they want. Be a great time. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and, and Thomas Plakanic, he's also on the team as well. There you go. Get the get all the turtlenecks. Uh, the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets and Colorado Avalanche will go to Tempiri, Finland, where they have uh, great shrimp, breaded shrimp. Uh, yes, that's what I've heard. Yeah. On that uh, tickets on sale, uh, starting Friday. Get your tickets now. Uh, Friday for the uh, the VIP and hospitality packages for the Global Series of the Sharks and Predators, and then for the uh, the Avalanche and Blue Jackets as well in Finland. So there you go. Congratulations to them. Sean, you gonna you do that? Mark, you gonna I'm do that? Away from the kid. Off my couch. Okay. <clears throat> if NB or excuse me, if USA is sending me, then yes. Okay. Cool. USA. Uh, the Ameri- the actual country. Not Joe Biden? Gonna, we're going to flip that If the USA wants to send me. If NBC, NBC Sports or whoever Sean works for now wants Speaking to send me. Speaking of USA, the, there's a very harsh, harsh switchover now between the Premier League and going right into like a Chicago PD marathon. I, I did not see this on NBC Sports. There was no there was no harsh switchover like that. I mean, yeah, you NBC can't get harsh has, when you're throwing their like Mika auto auctions for the seven hours straight. 
Yeah, that was fine though. You knew that was coming though. That you you don't really see a Chicago PD marathon showing up right after they show Mad City beat Southampton or something. You know, like Rebecca Lowe throwing through a couple of hard-boiled detectives in Chicago for an hour. <laughs> you never know. You might see the back of the head of one of our friends that they'll put pictures up on. Oh, that's true. So the, uh, at least uh, Vet Saving Pets is uh, before the game on NBC. <laughs> sure. Uh, um, the PHF uh, Chang has named the uh, Regan Carey. Reagan? Regan? Reagan? Reagan. Reagan? Will? Yes, Mark. It's fucking dogs, man. Oh. Oh, wait, plural? No, it's just the one. But um, oh. I was I was saying that in a manner to say these freaking dogs. Are you gonna let them out? Yeah, I got to. I gotta let them out. Who let them out? Mark did. That's, we finally <laughs> got the answer. Yeah, you need to pee now. I just took you upstairs, and you didn't. All right, here we go. Fine, Someone I'll be back. The dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Ronald Reagan Carey, named new commissioner, the PHF. Former USA Hockey Director of Women's Ice Hockey. Sean, what do you know? Anything? Uh, that has been some change in leadership. Okay, Ken, Ken, um, Ken things are things are growing there. I mean, they are, they have you know they got that they were on the games were on um, uh, ESPN Plus this year, which is good. They had the playoffs last year when they were able to get them going on NBC. Twitch and NBC. Uh, MSC Sports Network. So I mean, there's some some, some positive momentum going. Um, obviously, we all see like the what's the word I'm looking for? Validity. Discord. I don't know. Like the uh, you I'm know, there's board. there's always some sort of there's some arguments and disagreements, not just between the PHF and the uh, PWHPA, but just within. There's, there's a lot of turnover. Infighting. Infighting. Yes, that's the word. Um, but apparently there's going to be a second league, which I know everyone's kind of clamoring for a one league with maybe the NHL getting involved or whatever, but I think two leagues is fine because it's more opportunities for, for women to, to, or, you know, to play the game, which is never a bad thing as long as they're, play, as long as they're paying them know, a decent wage. And I believe um, the PWHPA one is also going to offer benefits. I don't know if I forget if that was PHF or, or the other one. Offer the benefits through yeah. Yeah. And then for not just them, but also you know the spouses, yeah, um, which is which is cool. So I'm mean, like, it's 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 good progress, and still a lot more to figure out, but it's a it's a good step. My worry with the two leagues is it's going to oversaturate because they're going to put them in the same markets. Let's be honest here. I, I think, think it's just... so. I think they'd be smarter than that. Yeah, sure. Maybe I mean because I mean, yeah, I mean maybe maybe certain markets they might have too, like a Toronto. You bought know, in Boston, right? Where like else? Where Minnesota? Maybe, yep, two. That's two there. You so. know, like like bigger markets where they're, they're they've they've drawn big crowds for games for for and also have had established. So you yet. just named three cities in the P the PHF um, that the PWHA PWHA was going to go into. That's half the league. Well, how many teams are going to be in, the, in this new league? I I forget if they said <laughs> six. 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 Okay. So, so the other three are I don't know I don't know what other markets it could be, but Pittsburgh. Well, isn't the PHF no. going to Pittsburgh? Or I don't know. I know they they're have the All Star game. Early in, in Buffalo, Boston, Toronto, New York, New Jersey, Minnesota, Metropolitan, 
And where's the other one? Toronto. I said Toronto. Do you do in Toronto? No, 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 I didn't hear you say Toronto. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto. Montre- Montreal is supposed to be the seventh one, right? Yes. Oh, is is Connecticut? Yes, Connecticut, the whale, right. Did it. All right, we found it. All right. We did it. Maybe Chicago. Paul is the head coach of the Boston team? Good for him. Maybe Chicago. St. Louis. Chicago. Chi-town, baby. New York City. ESPN Plus. I can watch these. Exactly. I have, I have, uh, yeah, I do have ESPN. I just said HPN Plus. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm too hyped, guys. Too hyped because the NHLPA players poll came out. Um, and I know Johnny probably hasn't seen this. I have not. No, Sean Leahy. I'm sure you may have seen it. I wrote about it. Oh, so you haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you didn't sorry. answer our question. Oh, good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you didn't say yes or no, Kami. Uh, Mark. Speaking of commies, here's Mark. Um, Mark has not seen the NHLPA players poll. Mm-mm. So. We will have this here. And I know Leahy, Leahy's seen it and Lyle's seen it. Um, so, boys, the Batanzos, it's the Battle of the Batanzos. Which oh, Batanzos no. is it? Um, Sean Leahy will have to guess who actually picked this. Uh, we'll just he'll, he'll be able to see them and hear them, but he still won't be able to pick them. Uh, on ice, if you need one game, who's the goal you want on your team? Johnny, who do you think the players are? Andre Vazileski. Right, Mark? Well, because I was also going to say Andre Vasilevsky. I'm won't. sure you were. <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Who else? Bob, would, who else would they have picked? Bob Freeze. Bob, Bob Freeze. Yes, Andre Vasilevsky. Didn't he end. lead the Bills back in that <laughs> yes, game? Yeah. And he even played at Maryland too. He had the biggest no, comeback no, in Maryland that's, history. Uh, that's Frank Reich. That's Frank Reich. Oh. <laughs> oh, different guy. Sorry. Yeah, the, you had the E and the I in there. You had a couple <laughs> other letters in there. Yeah. You're close. close. Uh, Vasilevsky, 37. Scott, I got to interrupt there uh, because this is – I'm con- contracted to do this, but Johnny, Frank Reich, Long Island Zone. There, oh, there we go. Yeah, that's the bit that I wanted to keep <laughs> There going. we go, baby. The good Long Island boy trademark. That was a live good Long Island boy, and I'll still get another text tomorrow, too, and like, he will like, have already listened to the show because he was on it. <laughs> hey, guys, remember when you mentioned Frank Wright and I was there? He's good Long Island boy. <laughs> uh, Vasilevsky, 37.4%. Carey Price, 13.5%. M.A. Fleury. Carey Price didn't even play this year. <laughs> exactly. That's the weird part about it. Uh, and there's rumors he might be retiring. Who knows? Uh, Mark Andre Fleury, 6.7. John Gibson, 3.5. Markstrom, 3.1. Quick and Saros also at 3.1. One game, one skater. Who do you want on your team? First off, you'd be really outmatched because one skater against the other five. <laughs> not really great odds for your parts. True, especially if you don't have a goalie. Exactly. If you don't have Vasilevsky back there, what the hell are you doing? Uh, Johnny, who do you think they said? Uh, Connor McDavid. Mark, who do you think they said? I'm going to say they went with Crosby. Well, you picked one and two. Johnny, of course, as always, picking one. Because they went uh, first. And, and guess old. what? The, the, the Oilers already lost the game seven with Connor McDavid on their team. So, oh, so I was going to try and figure out which one of those guys were from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was pretty certain they were both Canadian. But yeah, none, of even, none of them even American. So. Yeah. <laughs> 42.7 for McDavid, 17.3 for Crosby. Hedman, 6.7. Barkoff. Uh, 3.5 and McKinnon 
Mile and his Canadian technology. Mile's with us here. Feedback. <laughs> Nothing to do with me, guys. <laughs> All right. I don't know who's that cracking. But... Uh, Mile used to be an NHLPA player. Well, yeah. It is, Mark. Okay. Ah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you and your Virginia technology. Maybe his dogs peed on the tires. Oh, yeah, I wonder if... Uh... Somebody messed with my settings again. The yeah. kids love to hit the buttons. Wee! Yeah. It's almost like you had an Excel phone up against it. Like, Better or worse? Better or worse? Worse. It's, yeah, it's worse. It's like playing. Now we're playing like Pong. Guitar, like, yeah. Oh, there, that's better. Better? Better. 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 All right, now mute yourself. Better That'd be much fun. better. <laughs> How does this All right, sound? Anyway, Lyle, have you seen the players poll? Uh, only the part where, um, the lead where Crosby was the best all-around player. Oh, that was going to be next. Spoiler. No, well, best stick handler. Mark, who do you think they say? Kuznetsov. All right, Lyle. (laughs) McDavid. Johnny. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane on the board. I think Johnny saw this. Doesn't want to tell I think not. he did too. Yeah. I think he said advanced knowledge, and that's given him uh, an advantage in this game. No, no. Here's the problem: is they're quite literally the same every year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like yeah, if I just questions. if I had gotten close last year, this is like my version of "ha ah, fuck you." As we get farther <laughs> away from it, I remember it better. <laughs> so like. I, I probably remember last year's conversation we had on this more than who yeah. who played last week in the Colorado Avalanche Blues game. I, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, Patty Kane, 57-3. McDavid, 22-8. Nathan McKinnon, 5-3. Barkoff, 2.7. Johnny Goudreau and Austin Matthews, 1-4. I thought he was taller than 5-3. I know. Mm. Best passer. Mm. Mark, who do you think they said the best passer was? Hmm. And again, this is one that uh, this is the same guy I won last year. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark, I don't think <laughs> I'm I'm bl- I'm blanking. <laughs> Nick Backstrom. Nick Backstrom. No. Close. Oh, actually, he he he, he, he won last year. Sorry. Too far off. He didn't uh, win last year. Nick Backstrom yeah. won last year. Sorry. So there's a new guy uh, this year. Oh, okay. So close. Uh, Lyle. Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner. Johnny. Um, Sidney Crosby. Nope. Leon Drysital. Wow. 17.7. I think that's a bit skewed. Good sauce. Look who he's passing the puck to. <laughs> oh, of course. The best that's why he's so good. Passed, yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Kane, 15.6. Backstrom, 15.4. McDavid, 10.6. Kucherov, 6. Doof. Uh, which player do you wish you could shoot like? Oh. I th- Mark. <laughs> I th- if you would have, st- I thought you were stopping early and I would have said Brad Marchand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Mark, who do you think? I'm uh, pretty sure they went with Ovechkin. Lyle, what do you th- you think that's Stamkos. Too? All right, then, Johnny. Line A. All right, Mark was right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, we were all going to say that. We were all thinking. We all that. picked Austin. right-handed shooters that shoot the same way. Austin Matthews, second, 24-0. Line A, 3.4. Pasternak, 1-7. Stamkos, 1-3. Most wow. complete player. Player. Lyle, is this one you saw? Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Johnny. Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah. Mark. I, I didn't hear the question. Sorry. Continue. I, I don't, I, I'm out of this one. Crosby. Saros. 
George Paris. Uh, George Crosby, number one, 29 and a half. Alexander Barkov, 20.5. Bergeron, 19 and a half. McDavid, 9.2. Kopitar, 2.7. Best- curb your enthusiasm for this bit. <laughs> All right, oh. Mark's gone. He, uh, Finals. One. <laughs> now you won't be so confused. Two. <laughs> <laughs> so Lyle, you missed it earlier. Mark came back and sat in the chair, and then he put his head, uh, his headphones on, and then he took his headphones off and he walked away. And I was like, it's like he just rolled in the ring to stop the clock. <laughs> uh, best ice, best ice, arena with the best ice. Lyle, Edmonton, Johnny, um, the Winter Classic. Okay. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere else. Mark, best ice. Edmonton. All right. Uh, Montreal. Party ice. Six. Rita's. <laughs> exactly. Rita's. Good point. Good pool. 13.7 for Edmonton, 12.2 for Winnipeg. T Mobile, 5.8, along with XL Energy Center and Madison Square Garden, 2.8, because they had to have New York in there or else they'd grow. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's a hell, they, that's the only a hell reason Vegas is in there is because of the light show. Mm hmm. Well, yeah. No, best ice? That's a hell of a... If, if players are saying Vegas is the best ice... Oh, I know, yeah. I'm just being sure. Well, they're talking about that. crystal meth. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why the GM is now Walter White or Heisenberg? Yeah, yeah they're breaking bad There's a pizza there. on the top of the T-Mobile. <laughs> there. That's true. Uh, they do have great ice then. Uh, <laughs> no, it does, no, but to you, Sean's point, it does say a lot if the players actually are saying, like, seriously that T-Mobile has the best ice or... Among the best ice in the league. And not even just the Heat. Like, mm. they do a ton of events there, like MSG and Staples Center. Yeah. And... But it's a dry Heat. Yes, 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 that's true. Uh, which players do you least enjoy, play, enjoy playing against but want to have on your own team? Johnny? Tom Wilson. Mark? That's Brad Marchand. Lyle? Oh, God. Brendan Lemieux. <laughs> oh, so close. Marchand, the winner. 26.4. Oh. Connor no, McDavid, 18.3 in second. Tom Wilson, 10.7. Hedman, 69. Nice. I guess yeah. they went a different route with that answer. Yeah, it was interesting to see the disparity in the answers. Yeah. Well, the, everyone from the Rangers picked Connor McDavid. That's why. Yeah. After he uh, took on four of them and went through everyone and a yeah. goalie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, best current women's hockey player. Johnny? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Marie-Philippe Poulin. Mark? Hillary Knight. Lyle. I, I concur with Johnny. Yep. Marie-Philippe Poulain, 43.2. Hillary Knight, 20.7. Amanda Kessler. She's fantastic. Like, just take away the fact that she scored in, like, every gold medal game that she's ever played right. in. Like, yeah. she's just fantastic. She's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda Kessel, 6.2. Uh, Kendall Coyne, Schofeld with 5.0. And Sarah Nurse, 2.9. Now off the ice, everybody. Get ready. Oh, this is going to be easy. Where's the best NHL road city to see uh, to spend an off day? Mark Vegas, Lyle, Montreal. John Leahy knows the answer, so it's Johnny. Calgary. It's, it's Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas. Uh, of course, it's Vegas. Vegas, thirty point six. NYC. Not during the summer, though. Yeah. NYC seventeen point zero. Fort Lauderdale ten point four. LA ten point zero. Nashville eight point seven. Weird question. Which NHL player could make it in another sport and name that sport? Two-part two question. Mark. Zidane Chara basketball. 
Okay, Lyle. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bass, I'm laughing too. Damn it, Johnny. Because <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna have to change mine. Because I was gonna go with Cesaro Char and Greco Roman wrestling. Oh damn. <laughs> All right. So the answer is Joe Pavelski. 4.0 of the vote for golf. Andrew, uh, really this good. feels like an inside joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kinda well, is, no, he yeah. plays. He at least plays in that ACC championship. Yeah, right? he's really good. He's he really Tom really Glavin, good, baseball. Yeah. There are uh, some. That, well, it, and, and let's face it, NHL players have a history of. of there's a, several NHL players who have a history of being really good golfers, like Grant Fuhrer, Mario mm-hmm. Lemieux. You know, so yeah. Uh, Anders Lee, three point six with football. Um, he, he was a high school state champ in Minnesota. Ah, uh, uh, quarterback. Uh, he had four touchdowns at poke high. Chara did get three point three percent for basketball. Greg McKay three point three. Oh, I should get points for that. <laughs> I get points for that. Clayton Keller two point three for golf. Brady Shea two point three for golf. Ryan Reese one point six for football. Gustav Nyquist one point six for golf, and Sam Lafferty one point six for golf. You know the this Brady Shea Lafferty. I mean the the, the Lafferty Nyquist. Shay Keller McKeg, those are all their teammates voting for him. Because how is like a guy in the Golden Knights going to know Greg McKeg is good at golf? Right. Yeah. Either, either it was somebody that you grew up with and you know that they're good at golf, or somebody yeah. from your hometown, or somebody that you currently play with. That's that at least Brady Shea also, has the Rangers contingent as well at vote for him yeah. as well. Yeah. That actually sounds like a law firm that is like advertising on NHL Network as well. <laughs> Have you been dealt with uh, with asbestos in your workplace? <laughs> Did someone stick a Q-tip in here? You're really too far. Call the law firm of Lafferty, Nyquist, Shea, and McKeg. We'll get you the money you deserve. <laughs> Greg McKeg's party kegs. Did you use talcum powder? Exactly. If you used talcum powder at any point in the last 75 years, you may be entitled to a reward. You may be due for you may be due for a big cash settlement. <sighs> Did you or someone you know spray Roundup weed killer directly into your eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it helped my allergies. Cheat them in half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, player personality part. Which NHL player has the best hockey hair? Johnny. Ryan Getzlaff. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point. Or Adam Pellick. He's got that, uh, Axel Janssen Fialbi. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mark Getzlaff's uh, hair screams Messier Leadership Award. <laughs> I'm sure he's won. It does. I'm looking that up. <laughs> Mark, was that um, you? <clears throat> um, God, who's got who's got flow these days? I don't. I don't even know who has. I, I mean, you took uh, Carl Hagelin. All right, and uh, Lyle, what capital are you going to pick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I told you I only watch one thing. It's true. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? Nick Backstrom. I don't know. Oh, there, there you go. go. Round it up. Uh, Cody Eakin, former capital. <laughs> there you go. With the ginger Malay. William Carlson, 7.9. Eric Carlson, 4.8. John Merrill. With the big, uh, the big flow, four point oh, and Brandon Tenev, three point eight. But the problem was, two point five of that was ghost. So <laughs> in, a, in a big upset, Ryan Getzlaff has never won the Mark Messier Award. Oh man, the only mm-hmm. bald guys who won it since they started handing it out in two thousand six, two thousand seven, Matt Sandine, Aginla, mm. uh, Nick Foligno. He's going bald. He's not a fully full bald. He's a bald and denier. The, the last one was two years ago with Mark Giordano. <laughs> he. 
Uh, uh, is doing the George Costanza method of balding. Uh, I was bald. Um, NHL player is the best follow on social media. Lyle? Has the best what? Is the best follow on social media. Is the best follow on social... Oh, Trevor Zegers. Trevor Zegers. Mark, what do you think they said? David Pasternak. All right. Johnny. You know what? Ovi could just put that Mass Mutual commercial on Twitter every once in a while, and I would, I would definitely... <laughs> well, that's the only way you're going to be able to see it. I would definitely... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's on my phone. I have it on my phone. It's saved on my phone. <laughs> saved next to all the pictures of his nephews. I'm going Ovechkin. Uh, P.K. Subban, 16.3. Austin Matthews, 11.8. Brad Marchand, 6.9. And Jonathan Huberdu, 3.4. Do they get like 10 million like the PGA Tour guy does? Does it the person with the like best, uh, the best like social media get like $10 million in the PGA Tour? Really? It was, Ty- it was Tiger Woods and he had like one post last year and it was just him hitting golf balls for like eight seconds and he won. Damn, I should do that. Too much money in golf, man. Yeah. Too much money in golf and too much money in tennis. Um, all right. The best role model in the NHL. It's going to be a hard one. Mark? Not Evander Kane. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. Mark, he's got two gingers in the house. He needs a, they need a ginger yeah. role model. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Wait, he's like, I'm sitting right here for 15 years. I've been right here, right in front of your face. Yeah, yeah but you have a white wall. Yeah, no. that's, that's not a wall. I just took my shirt off. Oh. <laughs> See off. how he wore black tonight on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid if I wore green, it'd be like a green screen. <laughs> Uh, Lyle, who do you think is the best role model in the NHL? Oh, God. Um, oh, P.K. Subban. All right, uh, Johnny. T.J. Oshie. Sidney Crosby, 42.7. Patrice Bergeron, 9.8. Connor McDavid, 3.2. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, 2.1. See, everybody likes vanilla. Which Racist. Which non-NHL <laughs> athlete would you like to trade places with for a day? Wait, Lyle? what is that? Which non-NHL athlete would the NHLPA players polled like to trade places with for a day? Oh, wow. Oh, Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. <laughs> uh, Mark. Tom Brady. Uh, and Johnny. Uh, Lionel Messi. Uh, Tom Brady, number one, 18.3. Yeah. Tiger Tiger Woodjall, 10.5. LeBron James, 7.5. Roger Federer, 7.0. And Cristiano Ronaldo, 6.5. And hey, by that, the way, while we're talking about too much money, there's way too much money in boxing. Where does boxing get all their money from? Uh, I don't old, get I don't get how guards. big these purses are for boxing matches because nobody's watching. Bo- nobody I know watches boxing. Oligarchs. Well, that settles it then. <laughs> <laughs> no one Mark knows is watching boxing. <laughs> there you go. None, no one in my everybody I know watches UFC. Nobody in my extended friend boxing, group watches it. boxing. Who cares about boxing? The dog watches boxing, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Well, the dog is a boxer. So that's why. <laughs> Sad thing is, though, Mark, you're not that far off. Because, you know, 30 years ago, I knew the heavyweights. I knew the middleweights. I knew I follow boxing fanatically. And it's just died. The sport has just died over the last 30 years. I couldn't tell you now. A single, bo- you know, like, who's boxing? I don't know. 
<laughs> I thought you yeah. meant instead of what is boxing, who's boxing? What is Who's that boxing? Huh? Couldn't tell you. I know it still exists in some form. Yeah. Oddly enough, Don King Productions is still going too. But only in America. <laughs> yeah. Only in America. Well, you yes. get fleeced by someone like me. Exactly. Uh, he's still around. Good for him. <laughs> he's still uh, I, thought he, I thought he died. No. 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 So, it's, uh, oddly enough, still around. Oh. Um. <laughs> Lyle, uh, I'm gonna start calling you the Grim Reaper, man. Unfortunately, we have to start this damn thing <sighs> off with a sad note. And mm. a guy that you mentioned last week, yep, you would be very upset when I saw that. I, the first thing I saw when I saw that in the morning, I'm like, oh, fuck, what's how's Lyle doing? How's my buddy Lyle doing? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, what a yeah. day, what a week. Um, yeah, uh, well, like I said, I mean, when the whole thing with um, with Mike Bossy. Uh, hey, Komodo, as I told you guys, and I had heard, had heard uh, sort of the same sort of thing about Lafleur that he was that he was back at home and resting comfortably, and the Canadians weren't going to, you know, to respect his privacy. They weren't going to answer any more questions on it. Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, this 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 isn't good. And when that hit, like, yeah, that really that hit hard. That hit really, really close to home uh, for me because uh, I, you know, as you guys know, I'm a Canadians fan. I've been a Canadians fan for a very, 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 very long time. I was uh, got myself really, really fortunate that I grew up in the 70s and I got to watch uh, the Montreal Canadiens, that that dynasty. And to see the, you know, somebody like Guy Lafleur, who was the engine of that dynasty. Um, he was the greatest player on the greatest team of the 1970s, one of the greatest teams of all time. And I'm not going to lie, guys, uh, that his passing, I mean, it felt it felt like part of my childhood died, too. It really did. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm listen, I'm not a native of Montreal. I'm not a Quebecer. I know what Lafleur meant to the people of Montreal and to the province of Quebec. Um, but for Canadians fans worldwide, and again, especially those of us who who were so fortunate to be able to watch him, man, in his prime, um, that those five years in the late 70s, he was the best player, period. He had come in just at the tail end of Bobby Orr's career and before the start of Wayne Gretzky's. And just to watch him play he was the most exciting player i have ever seen before or since i there there i know the, there have been players who had better skills maybe harder shots blah 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 whatever you want to say were more complete players uh but lafleur was the most exciting i've never seen a player before or since who could just lift fans the way he could when he touched the puck because you knew you were going to see something special every time. Uh, just something fantastic, something wonderful was going to happen. And, you know, I was kind of spoiled growing up. Late, like I said, late 70s, the Canadians won four straight. They won every year. They were my team. And it was just an amazing feeling. It, it's one thing when your team is, is kind of a, a cup favorite or that sort of thing. But to win four in a row. And know that your team is going to win 
every single time. You knew it. You just knew it. And the and the thing was, the fans of other teams, they knew it too. And it was a lot of that was because of Lafleur. And <laughs> it was funny because like you know, friends and relatives that I had growing up back then, who you know, who were Leafs fans and and Bruins fans or Blackhawks fans, you know, couldn't stand the Canadians. You know, when when they came up, when it when they had after they had won their third straight the following season, so who do you think is going to win the cup? And the joke was ABC, anybody but Canadians. Ha ha ha. But I never heard anybody, a fan of any other team, say have a bad word to say about Lafleur. And my my uncle Ross was, uh, God rest his soul, he was he was a diehard Blackhawks fan. He was, I hate them goddamn Canadians. But you know, Lafleur guy, he's pretty good. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, uh, when he when he passed, it was it was it wasn't a shock, but it was very sad. But I was doing all right. And, you know, like I said, it's Friday evening. I, you know, had a couple of drinks and, you know, put up a couple of Canadians games and Lafleur highlights on YouTube and just just sat back and enjoyed them. Um, I was good and fine until Sunday evening when the Canadians played their first home game. Um, when they did the tribute and. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. The Canadians know how to do right with the tributes. And oh with boy, the do they ever. It's amazing. They never disappoint. They never. No. It's crazy. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it, and I hear the sob, and I realize it's coming out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he really was something special. He really was. I did enjoy uh, the uh, the PA announcer trying to silence the crowd three times and yeah. said, "Read the read the room, buddy." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game probably sorry. won't happen at its start time. It's fine. We got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he didn't care. He went on Twitter afterwards and said yeah. he would have expected nothing less. Right. Um, but uh, I was, you know, we were fortunate to uh, when I was in uh, Calgary, and. Um, he was by then, you know, it's around 95. And by then he was, he was doing like the old timers, the old timers games. And it was good to see them all out there, you know, and they were all having a good time. And he was still definitely like the best player out there on the ice. My God, he'd only been retired four years by that point, but he was still just faster than everybody else. And still he cranked that wicked shot sometimes just to, you know, give the goalie a charge. And um, one of the, uh, one of the autographs that we got was was his and nice he um yeah he uh he always had time for his fans always did and that was the recurring thing it was like you know it didn't matter how many times he'd heard you were my favorite player you were my favorite player he always he was always so good to his fans and um yeah sorry about that guys uh but yeah so anyway it's all good (laughs) The uh, the one video that I loved the most that showed up on Twitter <clears throat> was when he was playing for the Rangers. Yeah. And scored against the Canadians. Yeah. And the entire the arena goes back. nuts. Yep. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Like, was it his, was awesome. Yeah. That was his first. That was his first game back with the Rangers after he left the Habs four years before. And he didn't score once. He scored twice. You uh-huh. know, like that was even better. 
Uh, and and they're right. It was the only time you heard uh, the Canadians fans give a standing ovation to to an opposing player who scored against the Habs. Patrick Waugh said that after the game. It's the first time I've been scored on, and the the, the home crowd cheered the opponent for yeah, it. exactly. Foreshadowing. But everybody went home happy from that one because Montreal also won that game seven to five. But still, it was like, great. Evs won the game, but Lafleur scored. So everything's good. (laughs) Everything's good. Well, I'll tell you, one of the the ultimate shows of respect uh, for Lafleur was his final game, um, 1991. And it was in the he was playing with the Nordiques by then. And it was in the the old Boston Garden. And, of course, Lafleur was, you know, probably one of the biggest Bruin killers of all. And, you know, in the final day, put him out there for the final shift, for his final shift. And the the PA announcer, the Boston PA announcer announced to the to the Bruins fans that that was Lafleur's last last shift. And this was his final game. And they all stood and gave him a standing ovation and chanted, gee, gee, gee. And it's like that's from Bruins fans. It was like. Yeah, I've heard it from Bruins fans that I know. They said, "Oh yeah, Lafleur killed us so many times." But my God, he was something. To, he was something to see. He was so exciting, you know. So, is there any player in recent hockey history that's going to be remembered like the way that oh. you're remembering Guy Lafleur right now? Wow, um, I I don't know. I, you know, I, to to have meant so much to. Uh, to to one team and to a fan base that something that runs so culturally deep too for is like I said in Montreal and Quebec it runs so so deep culturally uh that, that's really really hard to say um you know I I I did see like the you know retirement ceremonies like for you know for like when Wayne Gretzky retired and, and uh, Mario both times <laughs> <laughs> um you know and and for guys like that and and you know we saw Ryan Getzlaff you know recently with played his final game and at home and they gave him a, a you know a nice do and all that but and all those players meant so much to their to their respective teams but I I don't know God I don't know if, you know to you'll ever see that kind of reverence or kind of a modern day player right now I I don't know. You know, reading all the obits last week, I totally forgot the reason why he left Montreal, why that, yeah. well, why he retired. Yeah. How Jacques Lemaire, his former teammate, trying yeah. to tell Guy Lafleur, "I need you to play a little bit more <clears throat> defensively." Like, what do you, what were you thinking? Yeah. And ending up, he doesn't even just leave in free agency, or I think whoever the GM was at the time wasn't going to trade him because he's Guy Lafleur, another Serge former Savard. teammate. Serge, yeah. Serge Savard was not going to trade him because he knew. If he did, Habs fans would lose their shit. They would just, they wouldn't stand for it. They they would have rioted, I'm telling you. They, seriously, they say, oh, yeah, that's the thing they do in Montreal. No, 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 no. This would have been a serious fucking riot. Not a, we, we won the cup or whatever riot. No, no. This would have been, we're going to burn this motherfucker down. You don't do that. He knew, Savard knew. Lafleur was beloved. There was just no way. The, the talk was that the trade was going to be to Buffalo for, Gil- for Gilbert Perrault. Mm-hmm. That's what the talk was. Now, Perrault himself wound up retiring two years later. Right. But that's that's what the rumor was. I don't know how much truth there was to it, but I remember reading that years ago, that something Serge Savard was said, had said that he had 
had worked out a trade that would have sent him to Buffalo for Perot, thinking that maybe that might have offset it. You know, French guy. Bring back another French Canadian guy. I and appreciate like, how Lyle has rumors from 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bag, baby. <laughs> he had him on his Commodore 64 back then. Too. Right. Oh, yeah. Teletype. <laughs> the threat of Buffalo. Stop. Chiseling him on stone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Take it up to the mountaintops. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, all right, let's move onward. And yeah, let's, upward. Yeah. How, how, so, all right. I don't know what the hell I was going to go with this. All right, so that's fine. All right, we'll move on. Dryden McKay signs in Toronto. <laughs> Array to that. Hey, that was a good, that was a good, uh, a good Dryden there. Yeah, exactly. You went from Montreal to Dryden. Montreal to yeah, Montreal. exactly. Nice segue there. Thing I like was, it was, uh, <laughs> I posted that up yesterday on my site and a couple of people gave me shit because I didn't include the fact that, oh, you forgot to put it, you served it six months for, for doping. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes there, buckwheat. Okay. First of all, what he did was he inadvertently ingested, it was from vitamins he was taking to avoid, to, to help strengthen his immune system. But no, no, all, all seriousness. These are vit- these. Oh, they I were know. Just but, trace- yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying those people yeah. who claimed it as all natural got some explaining to do. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. And the kid unknowingly ingested it. And, they, and he said, he said that it's a good thing that they kept the bottles, that he still had, you know, a, a bottle of that stuff left so that he could go you know, to the, to the, was it the, was it the U.S. any doping? Is he as the U.S. Yeah. 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 And, and say, look, here's what I took. And then they test it. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. But to kind of make it look good. And this is one of the things I don't like about this, about the whole, you know, what they're cracking down on. I, I get, yeah. Crack down on the cheaters. This guy took something that would not in any way, the amount, the trace amounts he took would in no way enhance his performance. And yet they're like, well, okay, but we got to suspend you six months anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's kind of stupid. But it, the good thing about it, though, is the suspension is during the off season, so he still will get to go and and train and play for the uh, for the uh, Toronto Marlies next season. It's not going to affect his pro career in any way. But yeah, it just yeah, some punishment. <laughs> Six months, five and a half of those months, you're not going to have to play anyway. So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I still think that that's just way, way over the top ridiculous. You know, there's got to be a little bit of better balance here where you can sit down and look at something and go, look, mm-hmm. we can prove that this kid did not knowingly take something that was going to enhance his performance. And in fact, it did not enhance his performance. So, you know, well, is it really okay. worth a suspension? So at the end of the day, he could have appealed it and it could have gone to um, the like international. I think it's yes. like the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sports. Yeah. So he could have, been, but he yeah. decided that is going to take years. Yes. So I'll just take the six months and we'll call yeah. it a day. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it. he really could have, but he went the smarter route and was like, you know what, no, fuck it. I'll be able to play next year. I'm not disparaging him for that. <laughs> I just think I'm just saying their rules. On oh, that yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is out to lunch. It's that, that's kind of ridiculous. I don't fault him for for yeah, yeah. for taking that route. Definitely, yeah. No, I agree that the rules are dumb, yeah. especially if you can prove that this is what I took and this is where it came from. Exactly. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go, Dryden McKay. Now, but he's short. He's only like five nine. <laughs> My God. Who is? Is in uh, Dryden McKay? They said was a short goalie. That's why he wasn't drafted. Nice yeah. 11. Oh, oh, five, yeah, 5'11. Oh, geez, he's short. He's short. Yeah, real he's short. short. 
Yeah. Well, with the average goalie now being six four, like yeah, he's considered short for goaltenders now. Yeah, it's like two yeah. marks. Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two marks in a trench coat. <laughs> on the shoulders. I'm not really driving the K. I'm just two trench. No. Tendon net. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, Pete Bowers is going to get fired from Vegas, right? Like this is a complete failure on his part, and uh, <laughs> huge failure. Huge failure, and okay. all Robert Layer's fault. And why couldn't he be healthy? Um, Man, fault for can, I, can I make my case why there's gonna be no chaos this summer? Oh, you can go right ahead because I'll probably agree with you too. Go, go for it. I, I thought as this season went along and things were going downhill that we would see a crazy summer just because they've been so cutthroat as an organization mm. and Bill Foley's very determined to win. I think they're just gonna chalk this up to just bad injury luck. Yeah. Um, you know, Eichel, he's been fine, but yep. next season, get a whole offseason, whole training camp. Yep. Even more healthier than he is coming back from that surgery. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's going to have to be change because of their salary cap situation. Like, Riley Smith's probably not going to be back. He'll be at UFA. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, once they get their 34 guys off the of LTIR, <laughs> you know, they'll have to figure it, configure that with the, uh, was it going to be 83.5 million, the ceiling? Something issue? like that. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. There'll be some changes, but I don't think they're going to be taking a scalpel to the whole roster. No. I, I think DeBoer is fine. I think. A little heat, maybe on Kelly McCrimmon, just mm. because you know George. If I'm George McPhee, I'm like I moved upstairs for this, <laughs> so you can get this team in the cap hell but and cost him a playoff spot. But again, you can't fault him for that because he brought in like he, you know, if that roster had been healthy, yes, I, I was saying they before, were, if yeah. they get into the playoffs and they bring all their healthy guys back outside of Leaner, yeah, they're they're a contending team. Yeah. Absolutely. They're, yeah, this was, as you said, this was just a, a whole lot of bad luck. And with a next season with a fully healthy uh, Eichel, fully trained, oh, yeah, they'll bounce back. So you're saying they threw snake eyes? Yeah. Ah. yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the He Man figure. I mean, the uh, G.I. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> wrong 80s. Uh, yeah, wrong, wrong 80s. 80s <laughs> but what, what I'm really interested in, though, is, is this laner thing with the boar. Because, like, we saw what happened with Flurry. Yep, and you saw his comments yesterday about you know uh, I want to talk only about the guys that are here trying to help our team. Talk yeah, asking yeah. about Laner surgery, and it, there was the reports that Laner wasn't happy of getting pulled the last week against the Caps after that one period, um, and he's obviously had a, a tough year physically. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there. I mean, if they just need some time away from each other, <laughs> men fences because obviously. You know, Logan Thompson, like I said, has been he's been good of late. But yes. I don't know I don't know if they're ready to roll with him as their guy yet. A guy yeah. who only has seventeen or eighteen angel starts to his name. Yeah. One thing I gotta say though is very, very interesting is how quickly the Golden Knights went from being the darling of the league. Look at them, this expansion team that exceeded expectations. They're so wonderful. And look at their wonderful show. To you saw People actively on Twitter last night, openly cheering for the Stars, even though they weren't Stars fans. <laughs> they wanted the Stars to win that game because, yeah, basically their whole attitude now is, fuck the Golden Knights. Yeah, they got too success. They got too successful too fast. They didn't have, they didn't really, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think, and I honestly, the way they treated Flurry, uh-huh. I think that there's been a fair bit of, of, Kind of a little bit of blowback there because Fleury's one of the nicest guys in in, in the league. Still a well respected. Uh, I don't know. The poll didn't say that. Yeah, the poll did not say that. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
Yeah, but, I don't think uh, he's ever won a Lady Bing either. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just the way they treated Flurry in that whole thing. It was yeah, I, I that that left a kind of a, a bad taste as well. So uh, the, yeah, the Flurry curse. The Penguins have only won one playoff series since he left. There you go. Ugh. Bottom line, well, starting. I mean, Vegas. when you when you pull a sword out of a, a goalie like <laughs> wow, that, yeah, and you can start wielding it. You, I think you actually become the king of England when you do that. I remember <laughs> that's correctly. that's in the Constitution. Yes, yes, it is it's the Constitution. Yes, absolutely. That came from Jesus. Yes, that came from Jesus. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. <laughs> I voted for Kodos. You don't vote yes, for a king. For I'm being oppressed. <laughs> Come and see the violence inherit the system. <laughs> hey, uh, are you as shocked as I am that this is Steven Samko's first 100 point season? Yes. yes. <laughs> Honest to God. When the I guy saw who that also had 60 goals not too, like a decade ago and still yeah, couldn't measure right. how, yeah, that's what I'm most confused about. <laughs> 60 goal season, and he didn't break 100 points. But like, was he skating on his own line? How did he <laughs> like, not manage no, to get 40 secondary assists? Line. San Luis was on his line. So San Luis was just setting him up, setting him up, setting him up, setting him up. But you're right. When I saw that, like, I immediately said, that can't be right. I had to go and look it up. God damn, look, it's right. Yeah, you can he came close. Points. He had 97 points that year. Yeah. And 98 four years ago in 2018-19. And 91 and 95, his second and third year in the league. But then he obviously had those four, four or five years where he was had those bad injuries. So, yeah. But yeah, it's still pretty wild. It is pretty wild to think like this is like his career year in year 15 or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it just it's just part of this this whole year for scoring. I mean, and I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Like this this is the most uh, I was doing a bit today. Uh, the average goals are up to it's 3.14 is the goals per game average league wide. It hasn't been close to that since 1993-94. So, Before you know, like trap. we've got we got 450 goal scorers this year. We got 800 point guys. They haven't had that since the early 90s. 800 points is a lot in a season as well. <laughs> yeah. And there's and there's going to be there's probably going to be uh, we, we could end up with 10 players with 100 or more points by the time the schedule is over. So scoring's up, which I think is fantastic, you know. So well, and to see a, a, an older guy like Stamkos doing it too, I mean, it's not just the young guys. So I don't, I don't know if we're going to see us next year because this year maybe you could chalk this up to the compressed schedule and more backups getting action because of that. More back to backs, three games and four nights. Yeah, but at the same time though, look at the, look at some of these younger like the, you know a We've lot had of these, these guys, guys for year, for five at least five six years with the math. Not and, all of these guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Dreisaitl and McDavid have been regularly right up there. You look at Austin Matthews, who would have been cracked 50 goals had he not been injured yeah. in three of his five of his six seasons. OK, this, you know, and even this season when he's been, you know, when he has been nursing some injuries himself, still hit 60 goals, something that hasn't been done in that 10 cool. years. But, you know, Stan Coast last got to do that, which is crazy. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, you look at a kid like Kirill Kaprizov, second season, sophomore. He sets the franchise record for goals, franchise record for points. He's got 105 points. Well, it's the wild. So he could score like 20 goals and be the franchise record for that. That's true. He passed Andrew Actually, it was, yeah, Yeah. it was, it was, it was 42 goals, I believe, was the franchise (laughs) record. And 87 points was their hot point. It's got to be Gabrick. It's got to be Gabrick. You know. 
and so, your castles. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's, you know, well, I mean, Calgary, there's another one. You look at them. I mean, uh, Johnny Goudreau and, and, and Matt Kachuk, everybody was saying, oh, man, it's going into this season. Oh, you, you thought their totals were down before their production. Wait, they have a full season under Daryl Sutter. Oh, my God. They've just had career years, right? Career years. You know, both of them over 100 points. You know, they smashed their previous records. So there's something else going on here. Now, to your point, Sean, I mean, yes, you, there have been, you know, there have been, as you said, the schedule has been a bit more compressed than normal. You did see, you know, more more backups, uh, you know, in action than, than you would have else in any other season. But I, I think there's a lot more at play here than, than just that. Um, it's an interesting point Bruce Boudreaux made about three weeks ago. One of the things he mentioned was you, you're seeing that teams are cashing in a lot more on the power play. There's like 19 teams whose power play percentage is at least 20%. That's crazy. That's like normally you'd see at the end of a season, maybe six or eight teams who'd be sitting with that. 19 whose power play, and that includes some of the teams that are bad teams, have sky-high power play production. So that's that's part of it, too, as as, as well. That in the Michigan. Mm-hmm. I, I think in the end of the day, obviously, right. You got to blame the Michigan. Sure, Fuck yeah, all yeah. That. Forget everything I said. It's all <laughs> and, Michigan. Empty net goals. Obviously. Net goals. Right. Yes, yep. because and we overtime. all know that Ovechkin would never be anywhere close to Gretzky's record if he wasn't scoring empty net goals. No, no, no. Okay. I guess there's an empty net goal scored in the NHL I mean, history. How many of Austin Matthews goals? <laughs> For empty netters that may have at least 50. None. Yeah. He yeah. Had put a shooter tutor out there so it wouldn't be an empty net goal. Uh, <laughs> and back at home off the rebound. Crazy thing about Austin Matthews' goals is at 60 goals, something like over 45 of them were at even strength. Wow. Is, is wasn't there also some like random ass stat that uh, Steven Stamkos had 80 points two weeks ago? And he's at like 101 now or oh, something like that. He has been lighting it up in the last three weeks. My Holy God. crap. Just in time to face the Maple Leafs. Yep. Just in time. I know, right? Oh, I so hope that's the series. I yeah. hope that's the series that op- that, that they, those two face off in the opening round. Uh, Here's a wild stat for, for me, at least. Right? The wild? What about hey, another, the- another stat from the Minnesota Wild? Yeah. So of all of the players, you know, the top 30 scorers, okay? Mm-hmm. Looking at the top 30 scores, all of them have taken over 200 shots this year, except for one. Number 11 on on your list. Mm. Artemi Panarin somehow managed 22 goals, 74 points on 177 shots. 74 assists, isn't it? His points. 74 assists. Yeah. I mean, still not as many as Huberdeau or McDavid or Goudreau, for that matter. But I mean, tied with Goudreau, but still... I, I always envisioned Panarin as a shooter. No, he's always been a yeah. setup guy. Always been a playmaker. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so 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 be it. He's I the never bread pay man. attention Deliver. to other teams. He's the, exactly. Yeah, exactly. deliver the bread. Yeah, man. he uh, yeah. he makes other people rise. Yeah. Ah! There it is. There it is. That's what they said about Scotty in college, too. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. But Johnny, but Johnny, back to your point about Stamkos, he has 21 points in his last seven games. So there you go. <laughs> That's like like Gretzky pace. His last two games, he has last seven games, four points, four points, three, 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 three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Samkos is better than Roman Josie of (laughs) of the Predators. Like, since since the friggin' All-Star weekend, he has just been on fire. Like, you know, 
everybody was talking at the All-Star, by the All-Star weekend, everybody, everybody agreed Kale McCarr was going to win the Norris Trophy. It was mm. almost unanimous. Yeah, yeah, everybody else. Yeah, good defense, but it's Kale McCarr's. He still you, should. Uh-huh. He, he might, but it's going to be a lot friggin' closer because Roman Josie's been playing really well. Uh, Pierre Lebrun did an, he did an informal survey of or informal poll of all hey, 32. Yo. Of all 32 <laughs> NHL head coaches, and by a slim majority, they pick Roman Yossi over Makar. Now, they're not the ones who are the voters for the Norris Trophy, and Makar could still win it, but that could be a lot closer than what it's going to be. Yossi now is the leading scorer among defensemen. Two oh, months yeah. ago, it was Makar, and there was no question he was running away with it. And, yeah. Josie's just taken right off. So. And so I, I don't know why I'm uh, hung up on the shots here. Yossi has taken 271 shots this year. Oh, yeah. He's 13th Powerful. overall. Yeah. yeah. Like, Yossi must skate over the red line, and Scotty was. Yeah. He just <laughs> fires. He just fires it on goal. Oh, you know, and, and Yossi. is only eight points behind him. Yeah. Into a fewer games. So yeah. It's not like he's blowing. No, but the, the point was Stamkos pace. He'll catch him. And he has five The point is, Yossi's overtaken Makar. Makar was running away with this thing two, three months ago. Sure. And now the script has been flipped. And Yossi, and somebody was mentioning that you get a lot of power play points. Mm-mm. No, most of his points are at even strength. So, yeah, people, you know, they can say, oh, well, it's because of power play opportunities. Like I heard to say, I was just telling you before, I was hearing the same nonsense about uh, about Austin Matthews. And you look at how many power play or how many even strength goals and even strength points he has, and it vastly outnumbers what he got, what he has with the man advantage. Oh, so, I want to go back to something Lyle said but, a couple minutes ago. Right. You know, Steven Samko is one of the older guys at 32. Yes, he is <laughs> one of the older guys at 30. But Lyle, he's been around for so damn long. I get it, but I'm 30. I'm 39, and it's you know, it hurts. <laughs> Deep down inside, but this man really, so- you're gonna say that to the 59 year old? Fuck I you. <laughs> but Lyle, let's, let's not forget the, the, the voters do tend to fall into the grasps of recency bias, which mm. which is why Mark Stone won in 2015 in the Calder because he had that late run the last month and a half. And John, Sean Sean probably should have gone the Johnny the Sean O'Connor theorem. Yeah. That's the Sean O'Connor theorem, the rookie yeah. theorem where guy of the second half always wins the Wait game. Wait a minute, Mark Stone didn't win the Calder Trophy. Dun, dun, oh, dun. No, no, he was, he was a, a, a finalist for it. Mar- yeah, Mark Stone uh, was a finalist, yeah. Ekblad yeah. won. Yes, and yeah, Goudreau, right. I believe it was Goudreau and Stone after that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that's what's going to happen. And obviously, mm. you know, you get your, your some reporters are – Get use their sources. The sources use the reporters to mm. add to the PR campaign for, uh, yeah. for certain guys for awards. And yeah, I thought it was weird that Chris Johnston would tweet out something about how he's horny for Yossi. <laughs> about crypto, and I was really weirded out by it. So. Yeah, Yossi's worth like thirteen ETH or whatever the hell. That whatever is. the hell that is. Yeah, what's that? And what's that in real money? <laughs> uh, probably negative something in a couple of yeah. years. Is it better or worse than uh, than uh, the Canadian exchange rate? I don't know. No, I will say this: it, it be it Makar or Yossi, I'm I'm fine with the other guy as Norris. Tro- no, Trophy we winner. heard we heard your anti Makar screed. Come on, <laughs> I understand your your mile your mile high anti bias. It's not yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. 
eating no, your I, Swiss I, cheese I, and Toblerones over there. I know what you're doing. It's too hard to breathe up there. That's why. why Lyle, why do you have so many watches on your wrist? I know. What's going on? <laughs> Is that a St. Bernard? Wait a minute. Where's that coming Hot from? Hot chocolate? What's going on there? Get those dogs with a little barrel on his neck. I just listen. I'm, listen. Right. Actually, Lyle right. probably needs that with all the snow they get. Just like <laughs> he'll be like it's shoveling fun. in the back, exactly. and the, the Saint Bernard needs to come. When he moved to PEI, he got a cottage and a Saint Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> just barrel aged scotch in there. Barrel aged scotch. Case. That's all he needed, man. Oh yeah, let it age for twelve years. Absolutely. Listen, I won't deny that I'm a fan of yo 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 see, but but Makar Makar though you can make definitely make a case for him because in addition to those excellent offensive stats that he has, he has actually improved defensively as well, like as significantly. But that was always that was the big knock against him a year ago. Why Adam Fox got it over Makar, and now you can't make the claim that oh he's not that good in his own zone. It's like well yeah he kind of sort of is, you know. Yep, the best uh, defense is offense. Oh, sorry, right. Johnny. Adam Fox, good Long Island boy. Hey, hey there it is. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I sent I sent to the rest of the group, uh, I sent on Voxer to Mark and Scotty that it's almost too bad there wasn't a sword in the stone uh, type of picture that came out last year instead of the flurry. <laughs> like one of Alan Walsh's clients was getting uh, gypped because of uh, Mark Stone. Ooh. Hey, no, no, I was about to say that. Alan Walsh is going to do it this year with Jonathan Huberdeau when all, none of the voters vote for him for the Hart Trophy. It's going to make, oh, yeah, the media is going to be on the shaft of the sword. Oh, he's going to lose his, he's going to lose his mind. Yeah. I thought in, you were going to say the media was going to be on the shaft of McDavid. <laughs> oh, we all know Austin Matthews is going to win it. So there we go because you know That's the true. Toronto the Toronto contingent is strong and mighty. Yeah, they're all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, who would you vote for Hart this year, Igor or Matthews? If that if, that, if those are your one of your top two. Oh God, Shesterkin or or Matthews? Yeah, if, if, unless you have someone else who will top them. And, and, and no, no, you vote. gave me those two. Um, no, if you have someone else, tell me. I'm I'm curious. Man, it's tough. Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you right now. Um, I wouldn't vote for Huberdo. I like the kid, but no, yeah, not right. Huberdo. Same. Um, and it's not. Be, and it's not because most of his points aren't primary assists. Yeah, it's right. because it's hard to spell his fucking name. <laughs> Herberder. Herberder. And plus, spell check always comes up yeah. and says it's spelled wrong. Honestly, and you have to, like, though, think about honest, it. yeah, honestly, if I I was really leaning towards Shesterkin, but he kind of tailed off a bit there in the final final four to six weeks. Yeah, three shots last week. Yeah, what did he do through March and early April, bud? He stumbled. I don't remember March. And He's the he hard trophy in two months. Yeah, it's like a- so, ancient history, Lyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, he sucks. No, he, he <laughs> traded. Like, there's, there's no question that Shesterkin, without him, the Rangers would have really, I think, it wouldn't have been a lock to make the playoffs. Let's just put it that way. But honestly, I, I, I can't go against Matthews just, just because, and it's not because, oh, well, he scored 60 goals, but it's just, he has really, really stepped up. Um, in all aspects of his game this year. I mean, he's he's battling for the league lead in takeaways. Yeah. He he blocks shots. He back checks now. Oh, um, and guy. and more than just <laughs> oh, occasionally like no, he is he is he is like really strong on the puck now at both ends of the ice. Um, so I I would have to say I'd I'd have to go to go with give the nod to Matthews. You could still make a case for Connor McDavid too. But at the end of the day, I think it's probably going to go to Matthews. If I had to make a choice, my choice would be Matthews. If if Shesterkin had 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 a strong season completely throughout, I would have given the nod to him. But yeah, 
Sean, who do when you, you get so when there's new players that come into the league, uh, this is sorry. Okay. Something we brought up a couple minutes ago about the draft. Do you so as as hockey writers, do you guys go into your spell check and have to like put all of their names in as exempted or like or you know how you have to go into Word and put like yeah this is a word and make sure that I spell it correctly from now on. I I, what I do for new players like that with tough last names or if it's like um, a Finnish guy or. You know, someone has like the umlauts or the the uh, accent uh, marks. Like the hand I'll ass. just I'll just Google their name just to be sure, and it's yep. pasted. So I get like Lafreniere has the the accent mark, or Stutzler yep. has the the umlauts, or Capo Kavka. I'll just I'll just Google it just to ensure. Cut and paste, throw it in there. <laughs> But right. some of them, like some, like the hockey news and, and Bleacher Report, I I tried doing that, and they're just like, no, 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 don't worry about that. Just as, you know, it's just just as long as well, you, you know the, the spelling is live shows, no fucking lots, no room lots or anything like that. No. You have ten pictures that we can click arrows on. You're good. Don't need spelling. <laughs> but, exactly. But for Vasilevsky, I I learned how to spell his last name very quickly because I was covering the 2015 Cup final when he took over for Ben Bishop. Right. And you really need to learn how to spell his last name because you'd be writing it a lot the rest of that series. So yeah. now I, I'm you know, I go pro. You know how I did it? I just replaced my last name with V's. Uh-huh. It's the same fucking thing. Yep, that's true. It's that's very true. Enough. I thought the thing was just was. Yeah, and, and <laughs> enough, not on my birth certificate. Weird how that works. That's what the government says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how they can't <laughs> find me. Haha, uh-huh, take that text. <laughs> oh, stars are up one nothing. Hey! Yay. Here we go. Fuck you, Vegas. <laughs> all they need is one point. That's all they Get need. Get a bag of dicks, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think they're watching the live stream or watching the game? I hope so. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they have the game themselves. I was gonna say they're, they're playing right now. I hope they're. <laughs> they, they I hope they got this on the bench. There's a there's an extra Sean Leahy that we invited to this. He's probably yes. watching on his phone on the bench. Sean Leahy cologne. <laughs> Uh, Lyle, anything else we got to get to? Playoffs start next week. We'll talk about that then. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm, we have I'm, inanimate I'm, objects I'm next week. I'm good. We do you do have inanimate objects. You guys saw me get for Klimt. I, sh- I should have said I'm a little bit Klimt. <laughs> I promised myself <laughs> I'll I wouldn't give, do this. I'll, I'll, give you a to- I'll give you a topic. The Hundred Years' War was neither a war nor lasted a hundred years. Discuss. <laughs> well, when I think of all that. Wrong! Wrong! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two SNL bits at the same time. I'm done. <laughs> I'm Gumby, damn it! Uh, <laughs> I'll take the Woo. rapists for 100. <laughs> That's, it's therapists. Get off the damn roof! <laughs> and then you can live in a van down by the river! <laughs> I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. Well, I think you guys. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow! <laughs> It's Pat. Uh, <laughs> making copy. Ah, there you go. Oh, God. David Spade. Anyway. <laughs> oh, bye bye. Look, kids, a falling star. Bye bye. All right. Let's get to some hotty hotty fuck you. Wow. This show had everything. I did. Midgets. We had <laughs> John Leahy. Mark rolling back in for the count. It was a good time. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the two places we all know and love. It's We're going to the Bridgestone Arena. Ooh. 
going back to 2017. Hey, oh, oh, 2017. Okay. We're going to December, easy. 19, December 19th, 2017. It's still easy. The Winnipeg Jets taking on the Nashville Predators. So, it's as easy. Easy money for Sean and, and Lyle. Go back to like the Sergei Krivokrasov days. Let's get nuts. Yeah. Let's get crazy. <laughs> Krivokrasov doesn't have nuts in it. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. Have you ever had the soup before? What the hell? <laughs> some, some young guy? What? <laughs> oh. That's oh, a completely oh, different word. soup. That's Wayne's Is that the red or the white? Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World. world. <laughs> All that right. was it also an SNL skit. Was, <laughs> right. All right, perfect. We've done it. We're doing it, guys. <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger, no chip Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> Coke Pepsi, fuck, whatever. Any, uh, Lyle, what do you got for Jets Predators before the deadline in 2017? Jets Predators before deadline. I'm going to go with Dustin Bufflin. Sorry. What? Uh, sorry. What kind of horse shit is that? He was on a uh, boat, probably fishing somewhere. Probably. This is December's. This, so this is after the Stanley Cup final. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. New start of the new season. <laughs> Trying to do the math. Yeah. And the algebra. Well, Sean, what do you got? Pecorine. Pecorine's on the board. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I was Pecorine. waiting to see if anybody was going to remember him because last week we couldn't. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> oh, that was embarrassing. <laughs> that was uh, embarrassing. We couldn't remember Pick Pecorine. I yeah. turned off the podcast then in disgust. You <laughs> <laughs> vowed that far. I hate you, bastards. He I vowed if he ever got to a ha ha fuck you with the Predators, he would never forget about Pecker Rennie. He called him the Dr. Dre of Finnish goalies. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I said to myself. <laughs> Johnny? Uh, Roman Yossi? Roman Yossi on the board. There it is. Yeah. Mark? Uh, Brian Little. Brian Little on the board. Oh, nice. Lyle, the only one to miss. Philip Not Forsberg, the... you fuckers. Philip Forsberg. Yeah, the deserve that. There we go. Yeah, that was an alliteration, but not really, because the first name <laughs> had the U in there. Patrick uh, Sean... oh, Yes. My turn, right? Sean yep. Murphy. Patrick Line. Patrick Line on the board. Mm-hmm. Bada boom, bada bing. Johnny P. Um, Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck on the board. There it is. Goalies are cleared. Mark? <clears throat> only two goalies this game? Yeah, only two goalies. <laughs> only a six-point game. Amazing how that worked. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We'll go back. Uh, P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban on the board. Yes. Nice. Lion. Uh, Jacob Truba? Jacob Truba on the board. Sean Leahy. You said Philip Forsberg, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, Captain Blake Wheeler. Captain Blake Wheeler on the board. Just, Just that, that easy. easy. Get the points. Get the points, Johnny. Uh, Colton Sissons. Colton Sissons <laughs> on the ball. Yes. Colton Sissons. Colton Sissons. That sounds like a judicial system. <laughs> what, were you drunk? <laughs> All right, Mark, let's keep this rally going. Uh, damn it. Do I have to? Yeah. They gotta. Uh, uh, We're fucking like 20 deep right now. I know. I'm going to be the guy that, that breaks the streak, I feel. Cause... Uh, you got this, buddy. I'm all like a one-time multiplier. 
Who this. played on either of these teams? Who are the two teams again? Predators, Jets, 2017. Predators, Jets. Because, like, all of me wants to say David Legwan. Boomer Esiason. <laughs> I'm going to say it because I, 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 I'm going to. Actually, you know what? I'll pass because I don't want to break the streak. All right, pass. pass. The streak's oh, back. No, no it's a technicality. The, it's light a technicality. Went out. the lights went out. We can't figure it out. The streak continues. <laughs> um, Mike just like Mark left. He came Kyle out from Rip- under the ring. <laughs> Who's Kevin Costner in this situation? Who's Kyle Ripken? <laughs> Dog. Uh, <laughs> Lyle. <laughs> Don't break my concentration, Sean. This, Damn um, you, Ed Belfort! <laughs> Pekka Rene, his junior. <laughs> El Hijo del Pekka. Um, Ryan Johansson. On the board, Ryan Johansson. There you go. Oh, all right, here we go to Sean. The guy who hates being called a hockey nerd, Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley. On Take the- it from me. He hates being called wow. a hockey nerd. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Even though he is. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why this person's, came, this person's name came into my head, and I might break the streak. but Wayne Krebet. Austin Watson. <laughs> oh, that's a good, good try. On the board, let's go! Yeah! yeah! Oh, pressure on Mark! <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take the pressure. Well, and I'm good. pretty, so, mentioning Ryan Johansson brought another name to my mind, which probably means he was not here, okay. because they're linked in my brain, but Seth Jones. What? We had a good you passed for that? We had a good, we had a good run. They were oh, trading yeah. for each other, man. I know, that's oh, why they're linked in my brain, but I... Embarrassing. Austin Watson. Was 17. Oh, okay, so let's be honest. Austin Watson should have ended the streak. So. <laughs> should have 20, 2017 feels like forever ago. And I feel yeah, like Seth I Jones was on that team forever ago. ago. It was half a decade ago. You are not wrong that it's forever ago, brother. Was and that, this, and that, that was world? two kids and a dog ago. Yeah. 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 Well, wait, when was this game? Shop. When was this game? December? Yeah. Nope. It, 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 I had one oh, kid in December of 2017. That's true. All right. Lyle, let's start a new streak. Um, Good luck. Because you named like everybody. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor on the board. Start a oh. new streak. Go, Sean Lady. How the hell do you guys know Winnipeg Jets? Because we know have to follow them. It's job, In a random December. It's my job. Yes. I know it's job. We we have to follow them. It's our job. God, I just stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> what happens if your house not available? And by, it's, and by it's my job, I mean I'm always asked on a daily basis about the 2017 Jets and Predators. So yeah, obviously, of course, obviously. obviously. Um, How you get into the NBC studio lot? <laughs> That's the, the password. password. The password is Victor Arvidsson. That your guess? <laughs> That's my guess. Yeah. On the board, of course it's yeah. it. He got it. It is. Woo. All right, Johnny. Is the amazing you. Tim your security guard? It's <laughs> the, the amazing, the amazing Jonathan's son. <laughs> the amazing Tim. All right, Johnny. What do you got? No. Um. No, he was definitely not playing. He was still in the World Juniors. Um. Mm. See, this is tough now for yeah. me. Now we had a as a person. I, I went with my two deep drops because I didn't know anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. A couple former caps still on the board. Oh, 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 oh. Mm, mm. Um, oh, that did help. 
because uh, Matthew Perot was on the Jets. Sure was, buddy. There, there you is. go. Here we go. And Mark. Yeah, fuck it. Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin. Sorry, that's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cody Eakin's played for like half the teams in the that league. That is true. After point. he left, after he left the Caps, he's been a, a nomadic person, and the hair shows it. Starting a new streak. Yeah, Lyle. What do you got? Um. Thinking about a name that was mentioned a lot in last year's rumor mill, and I'm going to say Matthias Ekholm. Matthias Ekholm on the board. Yes. <clears throat> Sean Leahy. Did we <clears throat> said Truba? Did we say Tyler Myers? Tyler Myers. No, we didn't. But he is there with three at six. Wow. There we wow, go. Tyler Myers. Just that easy. <clears throat> I always think of him in Buffalo. I know, right? Yeah. Calder winner. Yeah. Yep. That's what they traded to Vander Kane. That's right. Yep. Johnny, what do you got? Um, <laughs> just, apparently at 9.01 p.m. I just got a meeting for tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> um, it's 6.01 over. <clears throat> you have to remember that. It's 6.01. Uh, uh, who do I got? Who do I got? Come on. I have to remember somebody who played on these teams. Um, yeah. you've, met, you've known a lot. I have. I found. I have no idea why the I two people that came out of my head just did though. Um, <laughs> mm, mm. Mike Fisher. Sorry, Mike Fisher was long gone, uh, unfortunately. But Carrie Underwood stayed. Was the weird part. That's good. Mark, she was the better half. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. All right. Well, we'll go to last call, Lyle. Um, Ryan Ellis. Ryan Ooh, Ellis. Sorry, he was racing. <sighs> Ah, uh, well, he was on the team though, right? He just yeah, yeah, he, probably, yeah. he had to have been on the team then, so yeah. he's probably injured. Injured. Yeah. Sean Leahy. That's, that go. one was always a risky guess. That's what Ryan Ellis does. He gets hurt. Yeah. Um, I have one in mind. I'm not sure if he was on the team yet. He might have been a rookie this year. <clears throat> the hottest player in the NHL, like by Mike sexiness. Yeah, it's up to you to decide. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Fiala. Kevin Fiala. I think on that there. board. Yeah, I think he's wow. there. Was that his rookie year? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Man, yeah. he's having a hell of a year with the he's Wild. This year, great man. year. Holy shit. Wow. Well, it is a contract year. Yeah. So, yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah. That only seems to happen. <laughs> Amazing how that works. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Johnny, last call. I'm trying to figure out if there was another cap on either of these teams. There is. Um, uh, no. Um, no. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to figure out who it was, though. Uh, um, Jeff Schultz. Sorry. Two times Stanley Cup winner Jeff Schultz. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark and Scott Hannon. Nope. Scott sorry. Hannon. Oh, that's an old one. Really? Oh, good, but good I'm just thinking, I got it. Oh, sorry. Jason try. Arnott. Shit. <laughs> I, did get a, uh, I did get a guess, though. Yeah. I got a guess in my text. It was weird. Oh, it was really? like they, le- they were listening to the show and or on the show. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, for the Winnipeg. It was Jeff. Matt Hendricks. Nice. Yep. Matt He's Hendricks. on the show. Yeah. Two Nelson <laughs> Stars. Oh, hello. Hello. Joel Armia, Ben Sherratt. Oh, Sherratt. 
Pitts, Kyle Connor, Andrew Kopp, Nick Ehlers, Matt Hendricks, Dmitry Kulikov, Line Little, Adam Lowry, Josh Morrissey. Josh Morrissey. Uh, Meyer Perot. Ooh, Morrissey. Tucker, yeah. Tucker Pullman. Shifley was mentioned. Brandon Tanev. Grupo mm. Wheeler and Hellebuck for the. Oh, we didn't say Hellebuck, did we? No, Hellebuck. No, Hellebuck was oh, mentioned. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, well, Tom, like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> for the Preds, Pontus Aberg. Oh. Uh, Arvidsson, Nick Benino. Oh, oh Benino, 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 Benino. He's probably from Long Island. No. Uh, <laughs> He's a terrible uh, boy. <laughs> Mattias Ekholm was mentioned. Alexei Emelin on this team. Fiala mm. Forsberg. Sad Mark's not here. Scott Hartnell on Hartnell. the oh, He wasn't retired then, huh? No. Uh, Matt Irwin, Kelly Yarncroc. Uh, Matt yeah. Irwin's on the caps now. Yeah. Yossi, Sisson, Craig Smith, Subban, Kyle Turris also on this team. Huh. Uh, Austin Watson was mentioning Yannick Weber, the other Weber. Swiss. There you go, Lyle. Another Swiss you for you. I like that. You have a soul bond there. I do appreciate how Austin Watson being mentioned was part of the list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And Rennie on here. So they want one nothing Blackhawks. Hey, yeah. eat a bag of dicks to bar. <laughs> uh, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. Appreciate you uh, coming on. And we will talk to you again next week, brother. Yes, for playoff playoffs. 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 Hey, you, you better. Uh, you need to get your stuff together though, because next week you're challenging inanimate objects. Exactly. Exactly. It's an inanimate object. I would like to see a Rocky montage from you put on Twitter this week while you're training. <laughs> Got a whiteboard, and you you like you throw like an orb up in the air and hit it with a baseball bat or something. It's got the punching bag with a picture of the orb on it. Yeah, (laughs) he's crushing fortune cookies with his biceps. (laughs) Drinking those straight egg, you know, egg drinks. Yeah, yeah, the egg drinks. He's yeah. he's burning he's burning co- he's putting those pennies in, or the coins into the machine that makes little things a little medallion. You like squish them, yeah, yeah. so you yeah. can squish them into other things. Yeah. You squish them as a confederation bridge. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, Lyle, all the best, man. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, guys. Take care. There he goes. Lyle. <laughs> Mark, Mark got food before shoutouts. Yeah, I know. Uh, also, Mark, we uh, Scott Hartnell was on the Predators. He was. Damn it! I thought we were talking about great hair. I should have known. Yeah. All right. Is that uh, Little Caesars? Harris Teeter. Oh, uh, bless you. <laughs> I was wondering if you would find a 1936 Detroit uh, Red Wings ring in there. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good callback. Hockey, hockey. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, shout outs. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to Sean. I'm glad that he's back. Every uh, every week, I was just here. Every week or so, I get an email from Sean that just says "Good Long Island Boy," and I have to re-listen to the show to figure out who he's talking about. <laughs> uh, I'll timestamp my text to you next time. We have forty-five minute mark. You guys, <laughs> Sonny Milano. <laughs> well, no, I know it. At this point, like the the interesting part is like it's almost like a Pavlovian reflex. Like if I say Sonny Milano, I'm like "Good Long Island Boy," like right after it. It just comes out. It's <laughs> That means it's working. Uh, oh, one so, one. Yeah. Vegas just scored. Oh, uh, those cocks. <laughs> that doesn't matter though. They, 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 That's they right. Dallas That's wins. Stop. Yeah, eat a bag of dicks. Dallas just needs one point. 
Uh, I'll give a, a shout out to AEW. Some pro wrestling next week. Uh, yeah, how does that, that feel? Vegas Ty goes to the house on that one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are such evil in and people, but you know we beat them in 2018. The Cavs, exactly. you know. Socket. So I got my got my counterfeit rings. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, I'm out. I'm good. All right, Mark. Shout out, Cheerwine. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Shout out to Pablo Lopez. What? Pitcher what? for the Marlins. He's just been getting killing it this year and he he just uh went six strong against the nets are you in a baseball fantasy league <laughs> i am i am in a baseball fan i'm in i'm in a new fake baseball league <laughs> the, the draft takes 47 days like the old fake baseball uh it's 20 it was 23 rounds actually 24 rounds this year yeah somebody it took a, it took a give bit. somebody like yahoo could pick a 24 man team for me in baseball and i wouldn't know a single person on my team yeah, I, the only reason why I know any of these people is because I've been playing fantasy baseball for a few years. Fucking Juan Uribe is in my middle. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> He's dead. Well, that guy's dead. Vladimir Guerrero's back. Well, put if him Craig Worthington, if I can't play Craig Worthington at six different positions, I don't want him on my team. Leo Gomez ain't, ain't on that hot corner. I don't care. Anyway. Yeah, so sh- shout out to uh, fantasy baseball. It's really been keeping me going since my face-off hockey show fantasy team is was atrocious, All right. as usual. What a depressing shout-out. <laughs> uh, what, Pablo Lopez? Why is that depressing? Yeah, I don't know. Shout fantasy baseball keeps me going. Pizza. Shout-out to the beer I was drinking and the water that I get to drink. And not to the dog, because that dog, she's passed out now. But Oh, God. She passed away. Uh, yeah, I cho- I cho- Mark put her, put her down. I choked her. I choked her out. Don't worry, she's fine. She'll be up in a few. In a few. The old sleeper hold. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, Sean Leahy, any shout out? Shout out to you boys. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to come on and, and mm-hmm. speak with you and see your lovely faces. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Guy Lafleur and Mike Bossy, two guys. We yeah. were a little too young to really remember their careers, but. We still are able to appreciate the talent they brought to the league and how great they were um, for their teams, even you know, 30 years after they both retired. Um, shout out to the playoffs starting next week. Like, yeah. like the Eastern Conference has been set as far as the teams now for what, like two weeks. The West has been down to two, three teams for the last couple weeks. So it's just a matter of. Uh, Waiting out these final three nights of the of the regular season before the real hockey gets going and, and the fun starts uh, for the next, what, two-plus months? And yeah. then uh, playing hockey in July. Let's go. There we go. Drafting on Thursday. Let's do this, baby. Oh, 2-1 Blackhawks. Oh, God damn it. Fucking Christ. God damn it. Radish with a double. What? A brace. No. Is it, what, what is it? A, sorry, are you sure it's not an onion? <laughs> that's not Taylor Ham. That's a Taylor Radish. Uh, well, Taylor Ham is a former D three women's hockey player. So, are you which which Taylor? Which uh, are you on Team Taylor? T Swift, Team Edward, T Swizzle, oh, <laughs> Team Edward. <laughs> that's a 2010 callback right there. Three <laughs> <laughs> vampires. Uh, <laughs> same skin tone. There we go. Uh, 
Hopefully he doesn't go out there today either. Exactly. Shout out I, guess, I got summer this past weekend, so you can't see, but I'm half my face is peeling. Oh, no. Lovely. Well, you are appealing to us. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jen moving to Nebraska. So, <laughs> Nebraska, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, congrats, Jen. Yeah, Where she got Nebraska? a job. Where in Nebraska? Because uh, the University of Omaha, uh, Omaha is in Nebraska. My brother and his family lives in Papillion. I don't know what that means. That's right outside Omaha. He went to school at University of Nebraska, and he stayed out there. Okay. So you know. he, is he a, is he a, he's a good big Long Island, Island boy? He's a good one. Yeah, well, he's lived in Nebraska longer than he lived on Long Island at this point, but he's a big Islanders fan, so. Well, all right. Maybe he needs an Islanders jersey. Maybe he, he does. Has, he has plenty, believe me. Okay. In that case, hell with it. Um, <laughs> well, are you going to Nebraska too, Scotty? Come on. No, I am not. Why not? Because it's a two-year contract, and I have a good paying job here. Mm-hmm. Very good paying job What's here. What's the commute yeah. to Nebraska? Seven. Shot past 500, 500 miles. It feels like North Dakota. Hold on, so you're literally should be further away, right? So you're you're quite literally <laughs> the uh, the song now that you would walk five hundred miles. Oh, you see me? I ain't walking. You kidding me? I'm getting in a journey and going. I would walk five. I'll get seven shit hours. I walk like seventeen miles a day. Like honestly, five hundred. You can work for the hockey program. Yeah, yeah, good. Could be a maverick. You could the the, the, the program that Jake Ensel built. Yeah, right, exactly. In their crappy broadcast. Um all right. Um you can find Sean Leahy at Sean underscore Leahy on Twitter, is that it? Probably. Okay. It oh. is it's a it's still a picture that I took in uh yes. no, that was you. That wasn't that was you. you. That was that was Rachel. Oh. Rachel took that. That was in Fort Lauderdale. It was. Uh, I was, was real drunk that weekend. Like, trying to steal her valor. Stolen I was valor. real drunk. She doesn't listen to the show anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> that was the place where um, that was Lulu's Bait Shack, and that's yep. where they had the the, the fish bowls, the yep. giant bowls of rum and, and whatever and the else. Ba- and the band was sitting up. The yes. band was sitting up behind us. Yes. And then we had the idea to come up with a band called Soundcheck, where we just go up there and do a sound check <laughs> for fifteen minutes, and then say thank you, good night. <laughs> uh, it's a million dollar idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, the song one, two, though, is yes. amazing. You know what? The, the follow up hip, Sybilis, was a so, good yes. one. But people, Tom two, Hanks is your roadie. Yeah, exactly. Too, too, far, too, people, uh, too many people thought it was too artsy. They didn't get it. <laughs> it's, the thinking, so, it's the thinking man's idea. You know, it is. It really is. Uh, My right. favorite was a little higher on the monitor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's good as well. You that's know what? Good. I, it's, it's good, but I didn't understand when he said Jimmy checked the snare. That was really <laughs> weird part of the song. Uh-huh. But it kind of lost me at that point. But he brought me back on the bridge and said, "Yeah, no, high on the low end." And then there we were right. <laughs> yeah, back. that's a good one. That is good. That's good. All right. For Johnny P. Mark with a C and Sean Lee, I'm Scotty Was. Take care of yourself. And someone else. The Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast. On the socials at FHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show on that end. Until we see you next week, it'll be me and an NHL history girl because Johnny's watching wrestling. Um, so we'll talk to you guys next week for a thrilling, thrilling good time. I'm going to wrestle Marco Stunt. Peace. <laughs>